Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. All right, let's go. Welcome, everyone, to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. I am your host, Jawan, and this is a glorious, I believe, isn't that what Loki said in the trailer? Glorious? Yes, 100%. Uh, this is a glorious episode because Disney made sure we did not end the year without anything Disney. Um, so we got some big, big, big news to talk about. But before we get into the news, let me introduce the panel for today's episode starting off with tia what's going on tia so i know that everyone may have been watching the disney investor day for maybe the star wars content which was certainly awesome but i have to admit that there was a lag in between the star wars content and afterwards where they were talking about other projects and i was like yeah 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 i don't really care and a part of me was like are we gonna get any marvel news and they delivered for a year where we actually didn't get any marvel movie or tv show at all it it was a good way to end it yeah it's funny because i actually just had a conversation with my dad yesterday um you know letting him know all the dc stuff that was going on and the warner brothers stuff and he goes um i wonder if marvel holds up on uh, you know on um putting their big projects on on Disney Plus and I said don't hold your breath. I said the difference between Warner Brothers and Disney is Disney every day generates a billion dollars without having to drop any movies. Warner Brothers relies heavily purely on its movies. That's why they're willing to risk releasing it on streaming services just to keep it going. For Disney, don't expect Kevin Feige and, and those guys at Disney to ever take that, uh, <laughs> to take that and go, oh, we have to give it to you on Disney Plus. No, they don't. Yeah, uh, Kevin Feige certainly, I think this was his way of showing, like, yes, we're giving you all this fantastic news, but none of it is going on Disney Plus. Like, none of our, I mean, none of our movies, they're going on Disney Plus. Like, like all I pictured when, when this, this event was happening was like, <laughs> Feige walking in the room and going, all right, good ideas, good ideas. And someone was like, well, we could follow Warner Brothers and release Black Widow uh, on Disney Plus alongside theaters. And like Feige standing up and going, who said that? And then the guy standing up and he's like, all right, uh, you're fired. 
You know, we, we, we don't take stupid ideas here. So Before you um, move on to Joel really quickly, have you ever seen that meme where a guy goes into a room and he's trying to like say, okay, pitch me some ideas. And the first two give them really generic ideas. And the third one's really outside the box thinking. And then the boss just throws them out the window. That would be <laughs> Kevin Feige to whoever goes. We could just put up Disney Plus. A hundred percent. You know, somebody was like, why don't we do what Warner Brothers is doing? And you know, they do not have a job as of today. Yeah, exactly. They filed for unemployment. <laughs> Disney is like, do you know? Well, we like- agreed with what they did last week. Right, right. But I mean, we're like, but it's it's a different beast, I think. Like as so, Joan was saying, whereas Disney generates money despite not having their movies in theaters right now, Warner Brothers kind of needs this in order to generate cash. Right, which is why Mark for them. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not a one size fits all. It's the same thing like we've always said for years, like the MCU works for Marvel. That doesn't necessarily mean that the DC even needs a connected universe. It's I a, agree, but let's go with that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we definitely talked about we will always disagree on that. You you need you need that. Um but no. Welcoming in the guy who probably dropped the words oh and shit more so than I think we've ever heard in the history of it. Uh, Mr. Joel, what's going on, Joel? Oh, no, oh shit was like, uh, I, uh, look, I couldn't get words out. That's how bad it was. <laughs> like, it was bad, bro. And I'm like, and I was, and I want to watch the shit that was like going, cause I, at first I thought it was a phone call. I didn't realize it was a stream. So I was like, holy fuck, it's a stream. We could watch this thing. So I was watching it and also trying to post at the same time. So I like I gotta go back and rewatch everything. But like, man, was it fucking like glorious? Like you said, it glorious is like an understatement. <laughs> oh, yeah. I and here's here's the crazy thing as as we get into breaking down everything that we saw with Marvel today. One thing I really appreciate Feige doing is we said this, Joel, me and you uh, talking with each other, maybe like a few years ago how when they first were talking about Disney Plus and putting the shows there, we said the reason why it's significant, not just because we might see characters that they probably weren't going to put in movies or characters that weren't going to have their own movie franchise. The reason why we really thought this was special was because you're able to do storylines that are important to us, the fans, Mm -hmm. that general people have no interest in, that they wouldn't probably want to buy tickets for in theaters, but they're more inclined to watch on a streaming service. So the idea of you giving Ironheart her own show, you doing the Armor Wars. You're, you're, uh, you're teasing me already, but let's get there. We'll get there. No, right, right, right. I'm just saying the significance <laughs> of that is you're giving us stuff that probably five, ten years ago, we were like, it's just, it's probably never going to happen. You no, know, not at and, all, yeah. Feige steps up and he's like, I found an avenue where I can give you guys all this really cool geek shit that I don't have to worry about a box office for, and we can just geek out. Um, but yeah, let's 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 start with movie news and then we'll work our way into uh, Disney Plus. Let's start off with um, the fact that we. Uh, all right, I want to start with the most controversial one that I wholeheartedly disagree with, but I understand the reasoning too. What? Where are we starting at? Movies. Yeah, let's like, start. With- I mean, I'm what category are we on? What do you like, mean? Like Marvel, Star Wars? Oh, Marvel. Or- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marvel. Let's start with this Marvel. This is all Marvel right now? Yeah, this is all Marvel right now. I was going to say, I came here for the Marvel. Yeah, no, that's why, <laughs> Tia, that's why I said we'll start off with the Marvel. Because I know Tia is like, Star Wars, eh. Marvel, yeah. <laughs> 
Although I'll admit before you go, there were a few things in the Star Wars category that I was like, ooh. <laughs> well, good, good. That is definitely progress. Because to me, I'm watching and I'm like, Tia's going to be like, all right, do you need me for all this Star Wars? <laughs> um, but all right, let's start off with Marvel. Um, I want to start off with Black Panther. And okay. the reason why I want to start off with that is obviously we got we got a confirmed date. I believe it's July, right, of 2022, Joel. Uh, for Black Panther, it is May, May 6th. May 6th, I'm sorry, of 2022. Right. Um, obviously, Feige gave the news that a lot of us expected, which was they won't be recasting him in Black Panther 2, is what, uh, is what the headline was, that they won't recast him in Black Panther 2. Correct. We expected that. We assumed it would be the bridge for them to decide what they wanted to do going forward. I get right. that, which is why that's not news to me. That's not oh my god to me. But I do want to stress it, it is a recasting that you do need to venture into. Um, I get not doing it now. I, I completely support it. I understand it. Um, but I am not one of these people that believe a character should be retired with an actor. Um, especially when, and Joel made a great point, you introduced T'Challa in Civil War. Since Civil War, he has fucking died twice. <laughs> and it's like, he's barely seen the, 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 the full extent of being the Black Panther because you've killed him twice. So it's like, no, <laughs> you're not going to retire a character you've only scratched the surface of. Um, but Joel, I'll go, I'll go to you first. Um, your thoughts on the confirmation of the release date for Black Panther 2 um, and the fact that they didn't give any more details. They did for everything else that they revealed today outside of Fantastic Four, but um, there was no details except for when it's coming out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. That's the only thing we got that they're not recasting. That was the only that was the big and that's big news because um, I'm, I agree with you. I, 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 I was okay with them recasting. Uh, I'm also one of those people that doesn't believe that an actor is attached to, to, to the character and that the character can never come back. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I mean, mainly because I grew up with 15 Batman. Um, but, you know, that's just me, you know? Um, but look, we talked about it months ago well, when, when it first happened. And look, I, I'm open to the idea of not using T'Challa. You know what? I'm okay. I get it. I know a lot of people are invested in it emotionally and they won't like it. Fine. I get it. And look, I came up with a way to still have a male Black Panther at the end of it that's not the child. So if they want to go that way, cool. If not, they, they're always sure. And that's exactly where they're going to end up going with it. But like I said, you know, there, there's ways of going getting around it without using the child, even though I still would have recast it. Yes. Yeah, it just, it, it's Everything you said is true. Let, 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 me, let me back that 100%. Um, if they, it's probably more likely it'll either be Shuri going forward or it'll be a new character um, that they make into uh, the Black Panther. Casper Cole. I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> saying, it's one of those things where it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. Because if, if we're being completely honest, at no point will people want T'Challa to be recasted and that's even that's that's an even worse logic to think about that like 40 years from now where some genius is recreating the Marvel Universe 
and wants to use Black Panther, the idea of like, oh, are you sure you want to do T'Challa? Like, you know, we kind of swore off. Like, to me, it's just one of those things where it's like the best way to honor him is to continue it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. It, it's really tricky with me. And I, I try my best not to be insensitive. Um, so I'll pass it to Tia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the confirmation of the release date for Black Panther 2 and Feige giving us the news that we probably all could guess, which is no recasting for uh, T'Challa? I mean, listen, uh, whenever an actor who embodies a character so much passes away, it is always a difficult thing. Obviously, it's not planned, right? Chadwick Boseman didn't reveal his illness to anyone, so therefore no one really was prepared that there could be a moment down the line where they would be faced with something like this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure if Heath Ledger hadn't died, we would have seen him again as the Joker. So... You know, it's difficult. It is difficult because, like, Chadwick Boseman wasn't just a character. You see, like, there's children everywhere wearing Black Panther costumes and crying when he passed away and, you know, doing poses, the Wakanda Forever, po uh, you know, hand gesture next to toys of his character. So it's difficult. I think Kevin Feige felt that this would be the right decision. It seems that a lot of people agree with him. So... You know, far be it from me to say that that's not the right decision. Um, you know who I was? So it's so funny. My parents are really big fans of the Black Panther movie. And we were discussing maybe a few weeks after death, like what could be the option? And my father and I kind of agreed. We really like M'Baku. And we were like, wouldn't it kind of be interesting if he took over the Black Panther um, mantle? Because it's like he's from the tribe that's always been on the outcast of Wakanda. And then, you know, you have this nice little arc of Umbaku and T'Challa uh, mending all of the, you know, tension between uh, their people that's been there for hundreds of years. I'm like, it would kind of be cool. But of course, in the sense of like the lineage, it would go down to Shuri just because she's in the family. But I always kind of thought that Mbaku would be a cool, um, you know, new Black Panther. Well, the only reason why I would be very strongly against that is <clears throat> if that I'll say this to you, <laughs> if it wasn't for uh, Grant Gustin's Flash show, uh -huh. I wouldn't be as against it, but I've grown really tired of you taking villains. Not you. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me rephrase. That. <laughs> I was going to say, Joanne is not happy, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, really, I'm really against the idea of people take, not people, the studio making villains into okay. heroes. Yeah. Stop it. Let them actually be. The fact that we didn't get to see Captain Cold really be Captain Cold he turned out to be like an ally will forever disgust me. Yeah, but at least with the Flash, Captain Cold kind of remained a bit of a bad guy for a while. I mean, M'Baku pretty much halfway through the movie was a bit of an uneasy ally, and then at the end was pretty much his brother yeah, at this but, point. Yeah, and I didn't like that. M'Baku, Man-Ape in the comics was a villain. Was a, yeah. villain, was a villain, was a villain. There was no, yeah. hey, man, I love you. You know, I'm just doing this so, you know, we look out for it. 
No, he was a villain in, in every meaning of the word. You didn't even make him a villain longer than five seconds in that movie. True. Because Plus, who, who wants Winston Duke as a villain? Look at him. He's so lovable. As long as, <laughs> as long as Winston Duke is playing M'Baku, a.k.a. Manate, I do. Like, <laughs> like, he's also part of the ape tribe. He's not a, right, he's exactly. not a panther. That's my biggest issue. He's not a panther. Exactly. Yeah, and obviously this comes from me not being as knowledgeable about the comics. I'm just going from say, the cinematic aspect of what, to me, would have made sense if you want a male to take over the role who's already established in the universe. He could take over as king. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they if they really really can't. That's why they have those fights and shit over which right. tribe is dominant. But but that's not to be the new Black Panther. That's just right. to be the new mm. king of all of Wakanda. Oh, so the king doesn't have to be Black Panther. No, no. The only reason the only reason um uh blah, blah, blah. the only reason Killmonger fought for the title of Black Panther was because from it's the lineage. Right. It's his yeah. lineage. Yeah, his, his his uncle was part of the. I mean, his father was uh, T'Chaka's brother. Right, exactly. So a, a lot of people, Tia, got confused with that. They assumed if Mbaku had won, he'd be the new Black Panther. No, that's only to be king of Wakanda, but that does not yeah. mean you have to be Black Panther at all. And yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, he wouldn't have wanted to be because it'd be a spit in the face to his tribe. Right, um, he'd be the he'd be the white ape or whatever. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, but no, but like I said, I, I would be okay with it because it'd be like the first of its kind, right? Um, but the fact that the CW thrives in taking villains, like really big villains, and not only making them sympathetic, but making them friends. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> friends? <laughs> no. Uh, they do that too often, I agree. Um, but, but look, let's say Sherry becomes the Black Panther and Queen of Wakanda, and they want to give M'Baku a bigger role, and he becomes a different type of character, not Man-Ape. He becomes like White Ape or whatever the fuck they call him, and he gets his own suit. That's different. Right. <laughs> That's completely different. That's cool. I'm down with that. Right. I, I will say this, though, so we can move on. It's... um. I do feel sorry for that that uh, that writing team, Kevin Feige, obviously the family of, of, of Chadwick Boseman, but uh, just in the purposes of this movie, I feel sorry for everyone attached to this project. Um, oh, yeah. You have to think about it. Like, and again, when I talk about this, I don't want anyone listening thinking that I'm trying to be insensitive because obviously the loss of a life is greater than anything else. I was just saying that I feel bad if you're, say, Ryan Coogler and you have this really amazing uh, script that you were really pumped about and then this happens and you're like, shit, how do I rework this now? How do I explain this? And I do want to say this really quickly because my family, for one, has this mindset and they refuse to think otherwise. And I know a lot of people were saying the same thing. No. No to bringing back Michael B. Jordan. No. And the reason why I say no I, I agree. The reason why I say no to that is I think a lot of you guys forget the whole point of his death. It wasn't just like, oh, when Red Skull supposedly died in the first Avenger, it was like, oh, okay, whatever. No, he's not just a typical villain. The point of his death was that it opened T'Challa's eyes to the idea of helping more than just Wakanda. If mm-hmm. you erase that, it erases not only the whole point of that, but the whole meaning of the, the guy telling you he wanted to die. 
Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you bringing him back is just like all that beauty you just look at and you're kind of just like, eh, well, no, didn't really mean well, much. Well, it's yeah. the same reason why James Gunn refuses to bring back Yondu because he's like, that will take away from how beautiful his death was. The meaning, right. yeah, the meaningfulness is dead. Exactly. And I'm like, whenever a character is like, hey, do me a favor, let me die, and you bring them back. <laughs> What the hell was the whole point of like, hey, let me die? Like, no. That was a great death. (laughs) I was chilling in the afterlife. (laughs) It really was. It'd be like it'd be like if Simba couldn't cut it as king, and everyone was like, all right, let's bring back Mufasa. You do know Simba became Simba because of the death of Mufasa, right? Like, no, it defeated the whole purpose. Um, but all right, let's move on. I want I want to get into Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Ayo! <laughs> we got for Thor: Love and Thunder. What'd you say? No, I was what? saying, Joel. What was the date that we got for Thor: Love and Thunder? Oh, the date, the release date. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, February eleventh of twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Yes. All right. Um. All right. So we got. I can't remember. And as much as I love to be right, I can't even remember what I what I thought he was going to be, but we have confirmation on uh, not only is Christian Bale in the movie, which we already knew, um, yeah. but he will be Gore, the uh, the butcher. Um, yes, which is awesome. Which is huge. That's a huge character to bring out of uh, the Thor alum. That uh, was the character people um, thought he might be, too. Right, exactly. That's what the God butcher. everybody assumed. Um, right. I, it was so weird. A lot of people were like, oh, no, he's Beta Ray Bill. Why? Why would you think that? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it said why? villain, it said, right? Oh, exactly. Um, like, the difference is <laughs> um, <laughs> that character is someone that was a slight enemy of Thor's that actually became a best friend. Like, that's, that's the guy <laughs> that you look at. Um, but no, this to me, this movie is my most anticipated of all of Marvel's movies. Um, mainly because you're taking a story I promise you, I really thought never going to do, especially when it seemed like Natalie Portman was on the outs because of how uh Thor the Dark World uh went. She wasn't in Thor Ragnarok, um, so it kind of just seemed like Thor Ragnarok was it, you know, they would finish up Thor's story in the Avengers movies. And that was it. But when you when you came out and was like, no, there's Thor four, and we're doing <laughs> we're doing female Thor, it was just like, this is crazy. This is a really crazy time to be a geek. Um, Tia, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on obviously the confirmation of Christian Bale being in this movie, but everything we know so far about Thor, um, Love and Thunder, the fact that we're getting Guardians for a little bit, uh, which probably purely just a cameo uh we're getting female thor uh christian bale's joining in like what are your thoughts on this just like remember a year or two ago that show came out on uh netflix with that lady who liked to organize things and the meme was out there of her going this sparks joy and it's like that's all i think of this sparks joy um because the thing is i you guys know, obviously, I'm a huge freaking Loki fan, right? But I really, looking at the MCU in its entirety, do not like really the first two Thor movies. 
Um, so when Taika Waititi came out with Thor Ragnarok, I think all of us were like, yo, this is his trilogy. So you are assuming this is going to be the last movie, but we just got this awesomeness after two movies of not so awesomeness. So it was really cool to find out that Taika was going to come back and he was going to direct uh, Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much knew that Christian Bale was in it. I know nothing about this character at all so i can't say anything to that effect but i can say that i think a lot of people were really shocked that someone like christian bale would attach himself to the mcu and it's like clearly he really liked what he saw because christian bale is at that point in his career where he can choose what he wants he doesn't need to take any bullshit role or have to do favors or anything he picks what he wants and clearly he picked this so that's really cool um in taika watiti i trust i've enjoyed everything that i've seen of his so i'm pumped about that i will say that the one little thing that i'm kind of iffy about and again the change i'm not so stiff on it but I think the two thing I think the thing that made me kind of dislike the first two Thor movies was uh Natalie Portman as Jane. And that's nothing against Natalie Portman in general. She is a good actress, but I just didn't like the character of Jane. Um yeah, I, I was perfectly fine in Ragnarok when they're like, Oh, so sorry, she broke up with you. And I was like, Oh, cool. We we explained that quickly. Um, but uh, I didn't necessarily think that Chris Hemsworth's uh, Thor was all that interesting until Ragnarok, if I could be honest with you. So it seems as if Taika has this ability to really just let actors shine. And this could, again, Natalie Portman walked away from the MCU. So clearly she liked what she saw enough to come back and be excited about it. So, and I don't know a whole lot either about, um, the arc of Jane being Thor in the comics, other than I believe wielding Mjolnir uh, ends up giving her cancer. So, no. 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 Yeah. Alive. Say it again. Oh, go ahead. She has cancer. Right. And then, uh, the, the, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, pretty much, Thor, uh, this is a story where Odin stripped Thor of her. Uh, this is when Thor went out and uh, wielded that that weird axe. Uh, Stormbreaker? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, uh. so here's the biggest problem to you. A lot <laughs> of people, because of Thor Ragnarok, think that that is is uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is actually Beta Ray Bill's weapon, uh, mm. and it looks a little different than the one that Thor wielded. Uh, yeah, it's like bold and a little bit smaller. <laughs> right, it's it's very manageable. Like that one that Thor had is a monster. Uh, yeah. Beta Ray Bills is a lot more man. It's like the size of Thor's hammer. Uh, yeah, okay. His, the axe was called the I think it was called Yornbjorn or some yeah, shit. It was. Yep. So pretty much, Tia. Um, after Odin stripped Thor of that and and deemed him unworthy, um, Thor went out on his own adventures. Uh, you know, wielded that new weapon. And Odin, you know, obviously said the, you know, the phrase that he always does when <laughs> he's either re-equipping or unequipping Thor of, of Mjolnir, uh, which is to whoever is deemed worthy. Right. And then chose Jane. Um, Jane became a uh, female Thor, which is a really horrible name that I, I hope they figure out. No, they don't call her female Thor. They call her Thor. No, no they don't call her female Thor. I'm saying the name is female Thor. 
Um, they don't call her that though. No, but I'm saying uh, I wonder if they're because like, what do you call Thor then? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. That's a little confusing. <laughs> I think they should just call her Jane, if anything. They should, they should but, her like Jane. the reason it worked, the reason it worked in the comics was to everybody, Thor was just gone, right? So mm-hmm. when she took over, that's your Thor. So it was easy to call her Thor because it's not like she was alongside the other Thor. Um, but obviously, as Joel always tells me, we're digging way too deep into something that we'll, we'll get all the answers of when uh, we, we learn more. But that's that's the story to you, um, that she had cancer. Um, Thor was stripped of, of Mjolnir. Mjolnir found uh, uh, Jane Worthy. She became Thor. Um, but yes, also, no, his new weapon that he uses in the MCU is not his weapon. It's Beta Ray Bills, which is probably why we don't have a Beta Ray Bills. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Either way, I'm really excited about this. I just love the visuals of Thor Ragnarok and Taiko Atiti bringing that back for Love and Thunder is so awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I'm pumped for this movie. Um, just the fact that we have a fourth movie and that's going to be a thing is just so exciting to me. And seeing, again, Christian Bale with the crew is really cool because... I think people thought that he was the type of actor who would just not get into something like the MCU because of however sort of, what'd you say? Like a film snob. type. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, no, yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, the MCU, that's so below him. You know, uh, Robert De Niro didn't want it, but so, you know, obviously Christian Bale wouldn't want it either. And it's like, no, Christian Bale saw what was going on and he was like, shit, I want to be a part of this. So, you know, we are a long way from Christian Bale yelling at people on set. <laughs> Let's hope so. Cause I tell you what, I don't, I don't know if Christian Bale has been seeing Chris Hemsworth, uh, uh, work out, but that's actually funny i think natalie portman was quoted in saying at some point that she feels like really intimidated because you know she's supposed to be a powerful uh person in love and thunder and there's chris hemsworth just giving the rock a run for his money (laughs) i will i will say this luckily for natalie what um what jane's thor lacks in muscle she makes up for in the fact that her her design looks way better than anything Thor's ever had. Like just the design of when she's when she becomes Thor, she looks amazing. Cool. She has uh, like a mask helmet too. Right. Cool. She looks so much better than anything Thor-wise we've ever seen. So I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> what you're about to give us visually will make up for the fact that we'll look at your arms and go, her. <laughs> but don't worry about and that. Her height. It's not like she's tall either. Not at all. She's tiny. Unless they uh, think, unless they do something, you know. When she puts like, I mean, let's, let's say physically transform her. You know what I mean? Like digitally. Because you could be. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, if she puts on the mask, and you can't really, like, depending if they go with the helmet mask look, you barely see her face. So right. you, I mean, you could literally make her taller and stronger, like. You know what I mean? If you wanted to, because that's kind of what happens in the comic anyway. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it's it's. I, I'm fine either way. Like Natalie Portman, I, I assume is putting on some muscle for this role, so it's not like she's gonna be like you know like, a, a, excuse me, a toothpick. Um, right. So you know, just whatever muscle she puts on to me is fine. Her height is fine. You know, 
I mean, we've seen Joel, you being um, <laughs> you being a guy that is very, very, very specific about how you um, you view height and stuff. Um, it's important, goddammit. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying we've seen short people in roles that were meant for taller people. So it's like she wouldn't be the first. We, we'd be fine. No, but um, no, the thing is that the character, Jane is already a normal woman, but when she becomes Thor, she gets bigger. I'm just, that's all right. I'm saying. Right. No, 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 no. I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, all right. So, Joel, I'm going to kick it to you. I will say the biggest thing for me, Joel, is Christian Bell has shown he is a very, very humorous individual. Um, I really do hope that Taika is able to pull a serious gore, the, the God Butcher, um, but find ways to make him humorous. Um, that was my somewhat issue with uh Hera, she seemed too serious for a movie that seemed comical. Um, mm-hmm. I want them to find a good um, a good balance because Christian Bale, when he needs to be, couldn't be hilarious alongside um, Chris Hemsworth and, and, and the rest of that cast. Um, mm-hmm. So I just hope they're able to balance a really serious and, and good uh, core movie, but still give that Ragnarok element of, you know, being humorous. But what are your thoughts on some of these confirmations that we've gotten today for uh Love and Thunder. Oh, you're talking. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you're talking to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Because, uh, well, you know, the gore, the whole, the only thing that really stood out to me was the one confirmation that was gore. Um, that was awesome. We finally got a confirmation of who he's going to be. That's that was really the biggest question. Um, and I, that's I'm super excited because like the character's cool looking. Uh, and I'm very curious how they work him into this whole storyline uh, and like how it's going to work out in general. Because um, like Thor basically gave his, his status as king up to Valkyrie and now he's going to lose his name to James. I'm very curious how how belittling it is to him as a man at this point. Uh, like, <laughs> like what is he there for at this point? So I'm very curious. How Thor, appreciates, Thor appreciates a strong woman. Women, no, it's like we've got to deal with more than one in this. Uh, and then there's a the whole thing that she, um, we might get to see, uh, what's her name? Um, Valkyrie find a wife or a girl, you know, or, um, as, as a mate, you know, so that's interesting too. Um, but again, we didn't get any really confirmation about that, but you know, I'm, I'm just happy that we finally got confirmation that he's going to be Gore, uh, the god killer, uh, the god butcher, and I can't wait to see what he looks like. That's really, it's gonna, that's really going to nail it. See, so yeah, when you get a chance, check out what Gore the God Butcher looks like and then try to picture them making Christian Bale that ugly. Um, <laughs> but, He's a beautiful man. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah. saying. So they're, they're definitely going to have their uh, their work cut out for him. But, Joel, Tia, the biggest thing no one's really questioning that obviously is a huge question is, mm. where the hell does Jane get her Mjolnir from? That's a good question. <laughs> Like there's Very no deal question. there, so where does she get it from? Like that—that's yeah. the biggest question heading into this movie. That I can't wait to see how Taika and Feige are able to um. How to explain that shit? How you explain that? Um, oh my god, that's right. Because Captain America had it at the end of Endgame because then he was returning it to its timeline. Oh, that is correct. And again, the biggest thing is like I just told you to you. The whole point of her getting the hammer was that Odin, you know, stripped it from Thor to release it to to her. So at what point what? did she become did she become worthy to to get this hammer? Um, 
Well, I don't think that MCU Odin would give it to her because last their last interaction in the Dark World was pretty much Odin calling her a goat or something like that, if I remember correctly. He was pretty much like, they're beneath us. To be fair, Odin lightened up a lot in his time when Loki sent him uh, to Earth. So I, I think he would have had a different view uh, viewpoint on on um, on humans at that point. But um, no, it'll be really interesting to see how uh, she gets me on there. You know that certainly doesn't exist. I find <laughs> out in the comics, uh, he refers to himself as Odin's son while she becomes Thor. That's hmm. oh, that is right. Because he loses his powers, right? Because uh, of whatever something Nick Fury whispered some shit into his ear, and he lost his powers, and then. She takes up the hammer and some other bullshit. That's that's really how it goes down. So, technically, can I just say something, Joel, and pat you on the back really quickly? It was good. If we're theorizing here, which we're not, but you probably just guessed the the plot. It's probably Gore the God Butcher is hunting and strips him of, of his power. Um, and then that's how whatever way uh jane's able to get uh the hammer to be and he just goes by odinson from here on out for uh, yeah oh yeah that's true yeah so i mean you might have just cracked it right there <laughs> so <laughs> i guess we'll see <laughs> we will see because um i i think that the misdirect and i don't know if taika actually came out and said this but i think the misdirect is we're assuming she gets me on there um it's very possible right that um, he gets stripped of his power and she gets Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, um, I think we're. I think the misdirection was Taika had given her Mjolnir at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just assume, like, oh, she's going to be getting Mjolnir. But True. I think that's a big assumption at this point. She could be getting Stormbreaker, which will be even more visually pleasing because that shit's huge. Yeah, bigger than her, yo. It's bigger than Natalie Portman. So seeing her swinging that will be hilarious. But um, all right, let's move on. Uh, we got some Captain Marvel news, Joel. I'm actually gonna go to you to start with this because um, I don't think I have here specifically what that news was. Um, it wasn't nothing major. Uh, the Captain Marvel news you're talking about? Yes. Uh, it was basically just confirming that. It's happening, uh, and who was going to be in it? Because the right. first time they just announced that it was going to happen, right? Um, like I got it right here. Um, basically, they just announced she's obviously coming back as Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and um, the um, the name Ms. Marvel, the the actress who plays Ms. Marvel, yes, is also going to be in it. So Ms. Marvel is going to be in Captain Marvel, and also, uh, what's her name? Um, Tiana Paris, who's playing Monica Rambeau, who's going to be in WandaVision, yeah. is also going to be is also going to be in Captain Marvel two because obviously she's playing the adult version of Monica from Captain Marvel one. Right? Isn't this directed by Nia DaCosta? Yes, it's good. Directed by Nia DaCosta. I love Nia. I love Nia. This is going to be huge for her. Um, c- continue. I just wanted to make sure uh, this was Nia's movie. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was the only thing they, they announced. They just announced the, the two actors that or two characters that are gonna show up that we kinda had a feeling might show up, but now yeah. we got confirmation that they were gonna be in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, I mean I always said it was like what I can't wait for in this Miss Marvel show that, that me and you talked about, Joel, is mm. if she didn't disappear 
that means she got a chance to see Captain Marvel in those four years that we have nothing of. Um, right. You know, right. that that could have been how she became her, her hero. Um, because remember, before Endgame, there's no Captain Marvel. So that means her fandom began in the four years yeah. of the snap. Um, yeah, during the snap, yeah. During right. the whatever they call it. Right, because right after Endgame, she left again. So it's like, well, we know the girl that was born in New Jersey isn't like, she's not, she wasn't born an alien, so she didn't come from outer space. So right, she right. had to have seen Captain America from Earth. Ms. Um, Marvel, or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, sorry, sorry, Captain Marvel. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how they play that out. Like a lot of this stuff Word. seems like Feige in a perfect world would have wanted before Infinity War. So there was just less questions, but the fact that it's after, um, he's going to have a lot of fun with that four-year gap that we had, um, where it's just empty space. It's empty canvas for whoever wants to come in and say, Fantastic Four have been here since the beginning of those four years. Bang, you know, bang. They literally could do anything in that four-year gap. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is, great. this is great news, and I loved it because it's like Feige coming out and going, hey, you know how you guys hated the first one? Well, yeah, we're definitely coming back. Like, what are you guys, stupid? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... I like it. Um, I, I can't wait to see it. I really loved uh, the fact that the Russos and Feige were willing to, sh- uh, not shave, but willing to give her that accurate haircut. When I saw yeah. that, I think I flipped. I was like, whoa, what? Like, that is awesome. I didn't expect that. Um, but I, I'm really excited to see what Nia is able to do with this second movie, especially with how poorly reviewed uh, by fans that first one was. Um, you know, there's a lot of upside to where you can go in the second movie because all the training wheels are off. You don't have to worry about an agenda, none of that. You can tell your own story. Um, so it'll be very interesting. Um, but uh, Tia, what are your thoughts on Captain Marvel 2 and some of the uh, casting announcements that we got? Well, not casting. Yeah, I guess casting announcements. Confirmation. Confirmations, because I I want to echo Joel in saying that I feel like we knew um these things, but I I think we've talked about it. Um, Joel was on the review that we did for Captain Marvel one. I didn't particularly mind Captain Marvel. Um, in fact, I've watched it now several times since it came out in theaters, and I still enjoy it. Obviously, it had some problems. You have two directors. You can clearly see that there's probably two different visions there. It had to be a prequel, explain things, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my feeling is, first of all, it's nice that we have one director. It's nice that we have a woman director. Of course, you could say, oh, a man can direct her as well. But it's nice to have a woman director on a project like Captain Marvel 2. My thing is that and I'm hopeful and optimistic for it. My thing is that I think you're going to have people who dislike the movie strictly because Brie Larson is in it. Um, 100%. It's the reason why I really think if, if people didn't have that strong of opinions against Brie Larson for the first movie, I think that the reviews wouldn't have been as negative. Of course, st- uh, you know, actual creative constructive criticism you know was still going to happen but all the trolls that absolutely 
bombarded this movie was strictly because they didn't like what Brie Larson said or anything like that. And I think you're still going to have those people even to this day. So that's just something that we're all going to have to accept and deal with that. Everything that has Brie Larson in it, in the Marvel universe is going to have that degree of uh, trolling to it. But as Mm -hmm. long as we like it and it's good, then who the frick cares? Right. (laughs) Say it girl. Tell it. Preach. I just want to echo what you said. The first one wasn't bad at all, but the thing that always that always confused me when they agreed to have two directors was, you technically already have two directors for every Marvel movie, whoever the director is and Feige. So I'm right. like, three brains in that room is how that movie kind of got a little bit off track. It only works with the Russo brothers because they're freaking brothers and they work on every project together. Yeah, you know. I also think after Winter Soldier, I think the Russos, maybe Peyton, I would say, and maybe John Watts. I think those three directors right now in the MCU are the three guys Feige kind of looks at and goes, this is what I want, make it happen. And he kind of just kind of steps away, lets them do what they have to do. I think everybody else is kind of like, I don't know you. Like, no, I'm going to sit in here with you because I don't trust you. Like, Well, and Ta- and Taika and James Gunn at oh, this right, point. Right, right, right. Yes, right. I was like, how are you forgetting those two? <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, but no. Formerly I mean, James Favreau. I mean, I miss, I miss Favreau. He's doing amazing work in the Star Wars field. You know, we got to let him fly. <laughs> I know. They're not going to let him go now. Right now, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is like, all right, how can we get close to a billion dollars to make sure he doesn't leave us? Like, yeah. you anything you want, man. Um, but no, I think the biggest issue the first Captain Marvel movie suffered was it wasn't to introduce you to Captain Marvel per se. It was to give you the reason to why you were going to see her in the very next Marvel movie that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you're, you're kind of forcing a narrative to fit something, you kind of get somewhat of a jambled mess. But here's the funny thing. Jump. Everyone's issue with that movie had nothing to do with the story. It had mm-hmm. everything to do with she's so bland. She's so right. There's yeah. Right. You never hear anyone. That's funny you say that. You never hear anyone actually criticize the story. You'll just hear everything that you just said, which it's like, I think we've discussed about this. We've discussed this at length that she's a Cree and that's their whole shtick, you know, is not showing them like every five seconds. Like, hey, no emotion. (laughs) And everyone's like, I can't believe she has no emotion. Did you hear him say? (laughs) <laughs> no emotions like what, what is confusing you about this um but yeah uh joel what are your thoughts on some of the confirmations that we got and uh your excitement for for captain marvel too always excited i enjoyed captain marvel and i enjoy these announcements because i always figured they would be in it anyway now we're just confirmed you know as soon as they announced ms marvel you can't really have ms marvel without captain marvel and then same thing with tiana like she was in the first movie as a child we eventually figured we'd see her as an adult and she's obviously going to play a bigger role in the future as an adult. So will we see her spectrum? Like that's the question. And I guess we'll see. Yeah, no, we'll definitely see. Um, all right, let's move on. I'm going here by, by an order of what I see. Um, Feige confirms Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness will connect to both WandaVision and Spider-Man three. Obviously yep. him, him reconfirming, 
that Wanda will be in it, and we got word today that uh, what is her name? Conf- Confirmation. Uh, I, I can't. I don't know how to pronounce that first name. Zo title <laughs> Oh no, that's not even the name I was trying to pronounce. I was trying to talk about his love interest, but yeah, she was no. Rachel. Rachel, oh, McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. That's funny that that dropped the same. I mean, he confirmed it and it came out the same day. <laughs> right. The trades uh, reported it. So we got Rachel McAdams coming back. We also got uh, America Chavez has been confirmed. confirmed. Um, this is, I mean, this is all great. Uh, that's all for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of the Madness. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it, we knew WandaVision and Spider-Man 3 connected. I mean, we've said this numerous times on our shows that it's a three movie arc. It's WandaVision. Well, not three movie, but it's a three story arc. It's WandaVision, Spider-Man ends in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. Word, uh, word and word. I'm more interested in the fact that we've heard, I mean, we just got it confirmed today, obviously, but Chitelli, uh, echo for Chitel. back. Um, Chitel. Chitel. Uh, Chitel. But, um, <laughs> and for the next hour they just went back and forth on how to pronounce his name <laughs> um, no but my biggest question is we've heard nothing about what that character's role is supposed to be in this movie um, we all expected before any announcements about what this second movie was going to be that he was the villain um, mm. he was expected to be the villain heading into this movie um, so I mean there's just a lot of questions on what the hell some of these characters are going to be doing when we know the bulk of this story is traveling along the multiverse um so joel i'll start with you your thoughts on some of these confirmations and your thoughts on uh what i guess to expect from the multiverse uh, madness uh she would tell she would tell <laughs> um are you still trying to pronounce <laughs> <laughs> look they have two really complicated names she would tell and I really can't pronounce the Spanish girl's name. Zo, is it Co or Zo, whatever? The point is, I'm excited <laughs> for all of it. <laughs> like everybody coming back. We got Benedict and then Benedict and then Elizabeth. Elizabeth Olsen, obviously. We knew that. Uh, Rachel McGowan, we literally just found out today she was coming back. Chiatel, we knew. And then the Spanish girl, we knew, but we didn't know specifically who she was playing. Now we got confirmation she's playing America Chavez. I mean, I knew. I already had it written down. But, like, now it's confirmed. Uh, And it's directed by Sam Raimi. You're a big fan of Sam Raimi. I love Sam Raimi. Uh, and look, we know, and then of course it confirms that it connects to WandaVision and Spider-Man. We've been saying that for months. So nothing really new. It's just now we got confirmation. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Sam Raimi is a God to me. So this is just like, yes, <laughs> another accolade I can give one of the greatest horror minds in the history of, of the genre. Um, but Tia, what, what are some of your thoughts on, uh, these confirmations that we got and what is, you know, what, what do you expect from this multiverse of madness? Just absolute utter debauchery. No. I mean, I'm just so happy just to the whole thing about even just it being the multiverse of madness is just 
you used the whole the phrase before but taking the training wheels off like just go weird you have this character that literally can cross through dimensions and shit like that let's go um i'm just freaking excited now i think that the whole thing with um I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name because I feel like I'm going to do a disservice, but the guy that we've been all been talking about, um, unfortunately, I think that his character may fall a little bit by the wayside. First of all, back when his character was kind of teased to be the villain was back when Scott Derrickson was directing Doctor Strange. Now we have a new director and now they've clearly made it where uh, the second Doctor Strange movie is going to be used for the purpose of telling this three film story arc. So it may I mean he perfectly may have come and factor into the story. I'm not saying he won't Mm -hmm. but um, we have to kind of uh, come here and accept like the expectations that he may not have that big of a role because they have other things to kind of really concentrate on. I did want to say really quickly about the Rachel McAdams uh, news. Mm -hmm. Now I really like Rachel McAdams. I think that she's a good actress. She is though sometimes hit or miss. Um, I know freaking Kanan loved that Netflix movie with her and Will Ferrell. And I thought it was the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I kind of viewed Rachel McAdams' role in Doctor Strange like I viewed Natalie Portman's role in the Thor movies. You have all this like mysticism and gods and power, and then you have like the little human, you know, love interest there that we're wasting time on. And that's what it felt like. It's like you're so overly bland in retrospect to the what's going on in the movie that I was kind of like, Oh God, we're bringing this back. Really? But so that's like my one thing. That's my one thing here. Well, I think where the MCU is at now with the bulk of their characters, it's kind of like, do you have room for it? Like to me, my biggest question was with everything happening in the Spider-Man movie, obviously um, we got shots of them together uh, from, from on set and set videos, but, I have no idea what the hell uh, the purpose of uh, Peter's friends are when it kind of seems like he's going to be extremely busy and they're not coming with him. Um, But I mean, look, I mean, they're there for a reason. Um, I assume maybe she's kind of what kind of holds him, holds him together. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Uh, You guys know how I am with love stories anyway. So yeah. Asexual. Uh, You get it. No, none of that. (laughs) I'm going to be completely honest. When they were like, oh, we're, we're going to do uh, female Thor, I'm like, yes, give her something to do. I don't just need the, oh, hey, where have you been? I love you. Like, no, give me, give her something to do. Well, that was my thing is that, like, Thor was kind of annoying when he was with Jane. He and, like, Tony had the dumb bickering in Age of Ultron about, like, uh, you know, what their girlfriends were doing academically or something. I just, (laughs) I didn't like it. It was dumb. But, (laughs) but, like, my whole, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, to me, Thor needs someone who can rival him, right? So at at some point, I really felt in Ragnarok where it was going in that direction where maybe Valkyrie would be that. But obviously, that's not going to happen. That's perfectly fine. Like, 
again, we can have male, female friendships. Totally cool. But um, I always thought it would be cool if they brought back Lady Sif. I mean, she's a badass, you know, woman. And she, first of all, lives as long as Thor does and can also go toe to toe with Thor. Whereas as it was made apparent in the dark world where Jane is a human, she's not going to live that long in comparison to Thor. No, I mean, look, my, my issue isn't relationship per se. I just, I kind of want the the female character to have something to do. It's why I love Lois Lane, um, yes. you know, because she's not just a damsel in distress. Like she's actually doing stuff. I just want them to to do more than just like, oh my god, like this villain found out that you love me, so he kidnapped me. Oh my god. Well, on. that's what I'm saying. Like in Thor: The Dark World, it was all like Jane is the damsel in distress, and it annoys the fuck out of me. And it's like. <laughs> Not that Rachel McAdams' character was the damsel in distress. In, fa- in fact, you could say that in some instances she was very vital. Um, but her character still was just a pause in this bigger story that they were telling in the movie. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm completely with you. Um, all right, let's move on. Production has just wrapped on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we got our Um... I will say it's really, really, really bothering me. That, oh, here we go. Uh, Come on, Joan, give it to us. <laughs> Shang Chi and the Eternals have not yet dropped a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a marketing thing. Say it again, Joan. I'm sorry. That's a marketing thing. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no! I- I'm just saying it, it just bothers <sighs> me that both of them could have released the trailer. Whether it's a short one, full two minutes, whatever, just something. I would have taken a picture at this point. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, just a poster, like a, an official poster. <laughs> yeah, official poster. I would have been cool with that. Um, so nothing. Yeah. About, so for everyone listening, thinking I was gonna <laughs> say something bad about Shang Chi, no, absolutely nothing bad to say. It looks amazing. Um, I'm really excited for what uh this movie can do. I I have the hugest crush on Aquafina. Um, so I'm really excited for her, but I, I want trailers and I'm kind of like, is everyone getting away from trailers? Like Warner brothers, no trailers, <laughs> Disney today. Uh, we got a few, but for what we really wanted, no trailers, like release the goddamn trailers, people. Um, well, I'll start off with you, man. Um, me, your thoughts on this, uh, official cast that they, uh, obviously have promoted for, for today and the idea that it's done wrapping like when do you expect that we'll get a trailer for this well for shang chi yeah for shang chi oh okay well it's not coming out to july i guess so hopefully shit let me look at my look at the took the schedule real quick the first marvel movie we're getting uh next year is black widow right. in may so that will be and that's in may so yeah, maybe maybe a little before May, if they do anything. But really? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't really don't know. Like maybe Morbius. Morbius is on March. <laughs> they may want to play it close to the chest, right? Because they put out a freaking you know Black Widow trailer over a year ago now at this point because obviously who could predict what happened so at this right. point they're like shit we better not release anything just in case we yeah. gotta push 
shit back again. But I, I hate that. I hate that. Because, like, there's <laughs> plenty of times movies have, like, let's say a movie is, is coming out in September, uh, not September, uh, July of 2021. There's been plenty of times in, in, in like, recent years that the following year, uh, the, the previous year, they'll release a trailer, like, 10 months before the damn movie's supposed to come out. So it's, like, it's not you know, out of the realm of possibility that you release a trailer and then you have to release another one closer to the release of the movie. So it's like that. that I mean, hell, we just got a trailer for the Batman and we we won't be seeing that shit for almost two years. So it's like, yeah. it's possible to do that. All the trailer does is build hype and intrigue for people who aren't familiar with it. Um, it only helps. It, it doesn't hurt. I agree. I agree. Like I, I look, and what you know what else is funny about this? We have got if we know it finished filming just like Eternals, they moved Eternals past it. Eternals has been done. Um, so you're right; they have everything ready. Basically, they just need to show us shit at this point. But they seem to, to probably have a locked in time for when they want to do it. Not sure when that is, but you know, it is what it is. At least they gave us confirmation on the casting. Last time we only got three and only one confirmation. I mean, and only two of them they gave us names for. Like Aquafina, we knew about. We just didn't know who the fuck she was playing. Uh, and now we have a whole bunch of other characters. I don't know any of these characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the one thing I find is funny is that Tony Leung, who got announced last time, it says he's playing Wenwu when it said he was playing the Mandarin. So are Wenwu and Mandarin the same character? You know, that's where I'm, now that's an interesting question that, that I raised. I was thinking that too when I saw the cast. I was like, wait, I could have sworn this guy was cast as the Mandarin. Correct. Well, so that's why I'm confused. Here's what's confusing. Usually when they cast a villain, they cast a villain by their villain name, not their actual name. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe it was a, a change. Maybe it's a swerve. Who knows what? what they got going on with it but exactly um i'm just trying to think back i don't think i've ever remembered a time where they were like oh uh jeff bridges was cast as obadiah stain didn't they cast him as ironmonger like wasn't that no no it was was obadiah Obadiah? oh then if that if that was obadiah then yeah i mean it makes sense it just it's confusing because it's like his name is Mandarin. (laughs) Why are you giving him a real name here? But you know, again, it's part of the fun. So, well, like I said, they might. I gotta, I gotta check who Wenwu is. I don't know who Wenwu is, and then I can maybe I can add like put puzzle like puzzle pieces together. All right, uh, Tia, I'll go to you. Your thoughts on um, all this Shang Chi news? I mean, I really would have liked a trailer for Shang Chi. I mean, it's still great seeing, um, you know, the cast. Although, admittedly, the only people I really know here are Aquafina, Michelle Yu, and Ronnie Chiang. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's on The Daily Show, right? I've seen plenty yeah. of him. Yeah, no, he's great. But, I mean, besides that, I don't know any of the other actors, so I can't say anything about that. But... I've been getting, say, more interested in the whole idea of the Ten Rings in general when I went back and watched, like, the Iron Man movies and I watched that Marvel short, uh, All Hail the King, and I was like, wow, like, we had so much potential for this other group in the beginning of the MCU where it seemed that then suddenly that got pushed aside to focus more on Hydra, which is fine, like, 
whatever. Um, so it's cool that we're now exploring this other big, say, baddie sort of group, and as well as, you know, another hero that we've never seen, an actor who's fairly unknown to people. And I think we've talked about this all the time that Marvel is amazing at that, taking actors that you have no idea who they are, and then suddenly it's like, boom, they are, you know, now the it people. Correct. Yeah. And Joel, I'm looking it up. I'm not seeing Winwoo anywhere. Oh, I'll, I'll see. I'll look around. Maybe, maybe it's a hit, like one of those weird names. Maybe they gave him a name to kind of throw you off, or they decided, you know, he's gonna be say the quote unquote Mandarin at some point in the movie, but maybe for a while it's going to be perceived as Wenwoo. Could be one of those things, remember, in Spider-Man Far From Home, it was marketed as Mysterio being the good guy the whole entire time, even though we were like, yo, I know that guy's the asshole. Correct. So (laughs) maybe it's something like that, but it'll be interesting. It really will. I know virtually nothing about this character, but I'm excited because it's a primarily all Asian cast, and that's amazing to see um, moving forward. So it's just nice seeing Marvel kind of breaking away from its usual in this new phase of their films to really just kind of include more diversity. Mm. Can I also say uh, Simulu, who plays Shang-Chi, is part of Kim's Convenience, and that show is fucking awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that he was in that as well as well as Aquafina, but I think I've only caught about one episode, so I can't say anything about say his acting in it because I and watch the rest of that show. It's such a good show, so funny. <laughs> I could use a good laugh. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Peyton Reed is back to direct the third uh, Ant Man. I don't know why I was about to say Aquaman. I was going to say wrong studio. <laughs> third Ant Man film, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. All right, now I'm going to say fun. this. It's going to be another insane movie, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah. Hopefully, this is the last of the uh, the Ant Man movies, purely mm-hmm. because I I, I don't. I don't need you to continue to to put it as Ant Man and the Lost. Like we we get it, we we, we get it. Um, but obviously, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer all returning. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang. Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. That is confirmed now. He doesn't have to worry about going on shows and lying about it anymore, like the little liar he is. <laughs> Um, I mean, Quantumania, it, it seems bonkers. It seems like Foggy was like, hey, in this next phase, we want to make it so everyone is a, com- is a complete mind freak to where it's like everyone's gone through some craziness. I even During... Go ahead. During the quarantine, Feige decided to drop acid like once, and he was like, "Oh man, I know now what we're going to do for the next phase of Marvel." Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, no, but I mean, this this sounds great. Uh, I don't know really what to expect from Quantum Mania. Um, it, it's another parallel universe in, in the quantum realm. Um, I heard a lot of people speculating that could be what opens the breach to some stuff that we're, we can expect soon. Um, I'll tell you this. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the quantum realm 
is how they shoe in the Fantastic Four. Um, it's not Let's go. Possibility whatsoever. It's actually probably the more likely way we get them. Like you see, the, uh, you see Ant Man and Wasp save the day, and it ends literally with the quantum realm opening, and we see four individuals or just one individual step out, and we know, oh, Fantastic Four. Um, that's what I'm putting my money on, uh, especially if this movie is supposed to come out before Fantastic Four, which we can assume. Um, yeah. Well, I'll start with you, man. Uh, Quantum Mania, I'm assuming, has to do with time, and that's why we are getting the king of all time and Kang the Conqueror. Uh, but what are some of your thoughts on some of these confirmed castings in the name? I know you were huge on when they were uh, they announced uh, Multiverse of Madness. So I know yeah. Quantumania has a has to be uh, pretty high up there for you also. Yeah, Quantumania sounds exhausting. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness sounds exhausting. So I can't imagine. Quantumania seems a little more scientific. Uh, so you're probably right. Maybe that has a lot more to do with time. Now we got fucking confirmation Jonathan Majors is Kang the Conqueror. Fucking awesome. I will not disagree. I do think there's a chance... Um, there will be a tease of the Fantastic Four in some capacity in this movie. Um, is that a new car- actress they got to play Cassie Lang? Is that what this is? Um, I believe so. Let me Google it. Keep talking. Let me Google it. All right. Well, they got Catherine Newton. She just joins the cast, so I'm assuming that means she wasn't in the last one. So maybe it's a new actress. Um, Quantum. Oh, no, again. it's a completely new actress. Okay. Yeah. So but we have a new more, Cassie Lang. She's more known. She's more known than the. Um, any other the last, she's a la- all right, I get it. Catherine Newton's a more known actress, and uh, whatever the point is, she's probably gonna pro- end up being stature in this movie or some capacity, right? Uh, it's just gonna add more f- flame to the whole Young Avengers, um, down the line, which I think we'll obviously get considering all the Young Avengers we're getting. <laughs> um, and this is only the beginning, so this is really just a, this is a touching stone. Um, there's a chance we might the villain might be. Obviously, we're getting Kang, but I don't think Kang will be the main villain. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect Kang to be around a lot longer, um, and, and be used throughout the, the um, throughout the, the rest of the, the couple of years. Um, so I do believe the other villain might end up being maybe Modok or something. I don't know. We'll see. Point is, I'm excited, and you know, I love the first two Ant Man movies, so um, I can't imagine I won't like this one. <laughs> Yeah, that's got to suck for the actress in uh in Endgame to where it's yeah, like, hey, does suck. Uh, introduce this character for us. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, she's telling her agent every day, like, did we get a call yet? Did we get a call yet? Did we get a call yet? She probably they recast it. <laughs> definitely probably watch this. Like, ain't that about a bitch? I thought, <laughs> I, thought I thought I'd be coming back. Um, but no, this is this is um this is great. I mean, the only thing that really struck me was. Quantumania definitely has to do with time, and um, that's how we get Kang. But Kang definitely sounds like a Fantastic Four villain, and Modok seems more likely that he is a um, he's going to be the villain for this movie. Which I really hope. I really hope they do go. They do go Modok. Um, um, like like you said, Kang the Conqueror should be used the same way Loki has. Um, that's yeah. your next stepping stone until you get to Doctor Strange. Yeah, at, le- at least a better, or at least utilize like uh, what well, to me Ultron should have been, um, a little more bro- used throughout instead of just in one movie. Right, he's not a one, he's not a one movie kind of guy. 
Uh, right. This is a guy that could be a villain for an Avengers type type of movie. Right. Um, which we're getting a lot of villains in the future like that, so they're really very curious how they're going to play it through. You know, a hundred percent. I even said, Joel, if Feige plays this right, Jonathan is a perfect guy you get to be your main villain for a young Avengers movie. Um, it's it's the perfect kind of villain to kind of bridge, uh, you know, the seriousness of this next core group of Avengers. Um, but yeah, you know, all all that's to be seen. But Tia. What are your thoughts on um, some of these confirmations and the name? So let me just throw out a little piece of negativity before I get to the positivity. I do not like this actress, Catherine Newton. I have seen a lot of things with her in it. She was in Halt and Catch Fire. She was in Supernatural. I do not think that she can act. Um, she just acts like she acts like the bratty, whiny teenager every single time. But why? Oh, God. As soon as I know what her name was as soon as i saw the picture i was like oh jesus fucking christ no um so that's disappointing but i don't know um clearly marvel doesn't care about recasting the character so if she sucks in this one then you know whatever goodbye but anyway let's get to the positivity on this i love the name quantum mania uh it takes me a second to even say it i was like wait quantum mania okay um I really like the first Ant-Man. The first Ant-Man is still in my top five, probably. Um, I enjoyed Ant-Man the Wasp, even though it really, to me, didn't have an actual villain in it. It really was a movie to just explain the quantum realm. But still, I thought it had a lot of positive notes to it. Um, So I'm happy that everyone's returning. And about a month ago, I just watched... um, Oh God, what was the show? Lovecraft Country. So now that I've watched it and I'm just like fully invested in that actor, Jonathan Majors, right? You said? Yep. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh shit, cool. I just watched a whole season with you in it and you were awesome. So I'm happy to see him uh, in the MCU. So I think it's going to be great. Wow. That was, that was, uh, I'm sorry. I know that that was like such a hot take, but it's literally, I have had this conversation with Brittany for in our top tens where it's like every project we watch that she's in it. We're like, Oh, and you know, they of course had to cast the, you know, girl that they cast for every whiny bratty teenager role in it. It's like, that has literally been an ongoing thing on our top tens. Anytime we watch something and she's in it, it's like, fuck, come on MCU. You're always so good. <laughs> Hey, well, look, we all we all have it. So apparently, uh, she's that for you, like Michael Bay's that for me. So I respect. Uh, I uh, I love your takes on Michael Bay. <laughs> if, I, if I could ever physically fight a, a, a another person, it would be. My, uh, but all right, let's move on. Uh, Joel, that's all the movies for Marvel, right? We just got one last one. Uh, I just finished tracking them all, so. Did we not talk about the announcement of Fantastic Four? No, 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 or no, no, no. That's, that's what I'm whoa, getting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we didn't get there yet. Okay, <laughs> my bad. I was like, wait, what happened here? <laughs> no, no, no. I would never skip over that. I wanted to save that for last. So I just wanted to make sure that was the last one. Let okay. me see. Of, of movies um, that we know about, basically, is what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Um, we, gonna, are we skipping the trailers? No, 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 no. We're not done with Marvel. I'm just talking Marvel. I, I know, but well, I'm talking about stuff that we already talked about. So, I mean, movie, I mean, stuff we already know about is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. So, right now, we're ending it with, what, what was it, Ant-Man? 
Yeah, uh, Ant Man was what we just uh, we just talked about. I'm gonna end it on Fantastic Four and then go into the Disney Plus. Okay, all right, uh, like the shows and shit you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. So movie wise, we're talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was all the movies. Like, uh, the only thing we didn't talk about were the trailers for the for the let's say um, the, the series is. This. Right. And, and I guess they didn't really have anything on Black Widow, so there's nothing new there. Doctor Strange, nothing new. I mean, we went over it. Um, we'll say, Joel, the one new thing we did get about Black Widow is the confirmation. Y'all ain't getting that shit so you can sit in the theater to see it. Like, oh, for sure. That was the biggest confirmation. Yeah, no, Kevin Feige was like, <laughs> no. Yeah, we don't... We- we don't play desperate over here. Uh, we're, we're all good. <laughs> we're winners. <laughs> uh, I, I will say really quick, I feel really bad because I was looking through Twitter and I saw all these like, you know, DC fans talking about how sad they are about what's happening and how disappointed. And I feel bad because all the Marvel fans are like, we are win-. brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Pinning today, high five! <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's crazy because I keep trying to remind uh, these so-called, um, what do you call it, so-called fanboys who are uh, just Marvel fans. I try to remind them, be very humble because these characters that you're praising, no one gave a damn about 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're just now experiencing what DC has experienced since its creation of Superman and Batman. Um, so it's like, just, you know, enjoy it, but be a little bit more humble, you know, because <laughs> DC wasn't rubbing it in your face when Ang Lee dropped, uh, Hulk in that first Fantastic Four dropped and Spider-Man 3 wasn't good. And, you know, I like, I like the original Fantastic Four. So I stand by them. I They're fun, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just fun. I love the first two. It's just clearly the the direction of where they wanted to go was flawed uh and, and um yeah. but all right let's talk about some very exciting news oh, Shop- I'm sorry. Go oh ahead. no i was just gonna, i was just i was gonna end up like what what else that movie wise eternals nothing they didn't give us anything blade they talked about but gave us nothing new okay. <laughs> spider-man they mentioned but again they didn't give us anything new uh but that's it <laughs> oh shoot no. <laughs> well, this investors meeting didn't give us anything. I'm glad you said that. We didn't mm-hmm. need an investors meeting. We had news media outlets that yes. gave us a whole shit ton of Spider-Man stuff. Thank you that, for bringing that up. Yeah. I would have ended the show without it. Uh, put, yeah, put it on the list. Put it on the list. <laughs> let's, no, let's get into it now before we get too far and we want to end it because, you know, Good we don't point. have to be on for like four hours. All right, um, do it. Let's do it. All right. So, obviously, uh, Alfred Molina. Um, Kirsten, Duffin, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, it seems like someone said Toby Maguire was uh at a costume fitting, right? Yeah, I don't get confirmation of anything because it's like, did you see him with a costume? 
<laughs> you know, it's like, are you sure that was a Spider-Man costume? Yeah, I saw so many people are like, oh my god, he's in a Spider-Man costume. And I was like squinting, and I was like, where? This, that's that, that, those look like shorts to me. The photo, the photo attached to the article is like him outside his car with a cup of coffee. I'm yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, what about that stream, <laughs> stream Spider-Man? Like, people are costume crazy. fitting. How do you know he's there for a costume fitting? That's like, what I'm saying. It was like, where that, are you? That was <laughs> weird. Like, where are you people seeing these things? Um, oh man, people uh, are ridiculous. So we got rumors of um, Willem Dafoe and Dane DeHaan. Uh, yeah, surprising their roles. We also got the um the uh the rumor about Emma Stone barring um pregnancy. Uh, apparently was the um right was what was attached to her name. Uh, was barring because uh, we do know she just uh we had posted on our page she's uh connected to another project that's like a comedy or something like that. Right. So we know she's she's slightly busy. So we assume this is purely just. For a cameo, um, but again, it was barring uh, pregnancy. So we got a Pretty lot of rumors, fun. a lot of speculation, um, but I think at the end of the day, we can expect this Spider-Man movie to be unlike anything we've ever seen before. Well, what or- about... Wait, you're missing out on one very key report here, Jawan. Oh, we know. Oh, we know. Yeah, 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 I was leaving it. I was leaving it for you, T. That was that was gonna be. Cool. Uh, oh, all right. No one deserves to break this on this show like Tia does. Um, then I'm second, then, because I've also been fighting the fight for a long time. <laughs> um, but no, um, so no. So what I was gonna say is, um, we are getting something unlike we've ever seen before. But what I wanted to come here and say is. For all of you that are trying to pose the narrative of we complained about there being too much cluster Mm -hmm. in the last two Spider-Man projects we had, um, how is this any different? I will remind you, you are all the same people who sat in the theater and told us that Captain America 3 was a Captain America story. And we know for damn sure it was slightly a Captain America story at best. Um, it had Captain America elements, but that was an Avengers movie. Um, so I think you guys just have to get over the idea of it being too much. You don't even know the premise of what any of these um, these uh, these castings mean to the story. Now, I'll tell you this. I will be pissed if you finally can get Andrew and Toby back in a suit and you're telling me it's a cameo, I would rather like what some of the speculation has been reporting on um, that it's a really good chance that these two guys are the third act and it's a final battle right. between Spider-Man and what we assume is the culmination of the Sinister Six versus right. Spider-Man. Um, and if that's the case, bravo. Bravo. So that means... That was, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Joel. No, I'm, I was agreeing. I'm like, yeah, that's oh, awesome. Okay. Um, so hopefully it's that. Because, uh, you know, if it's that, then it, it's it's worth all the hype that it's building. Um, but if it's purely like Spider-Man traveling through what I call... Um, <laughs> like, we know Flash has a speed force. So I was calling Spidey it, force? <laughs> um, if he travels through it and just sees images of them, it's like, all right, well... No, you could have just used old recycled footage from the movies. 
mm-hmm. you bringing them in means you're bringing them in to do something. Um, so I'm really excited for this. This is huge. This is great. Uh, a lot of people are assuming this isn't a version of Spider-Verse. Um, so don't expect that storyline specifically. Um, I think you can com- this will be just as much of that as Flash's movie will be Flashpoint, which seemingly is not the same thing. Um, so, you know, as Joe always tells me, temper expectations on what you might assume will be a turnout of Miles or, you know, any other uh, web crawler outside of the three that we can assume. Um, but Thea, the creme de la... Is it creme? Creme de la creme. De la creme. There the you creme go. de la creme. Um, <laughs> we got a rumor, a.k.a. Tia is fingers crossed. It is official that we are getting a certain someone that out of the three of us, I think I have a personal relationship to. I bumped into him. Um, but, you almost kissed um, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost got something into him. So, yeah. He almost, got, he almost got jumped, too. Yeah, so. I surely did. Those security guards were pretty big. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, as soon as I turned around, they were already blocking him. I'm like, fucking hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Juwan, what did you do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, Tia, we got a name drop of a familiar face. Who was that familiar face that we might be uh, – Looking forward to seeing in Spider-Man Three. Before I go into that, I um, that's actually a really funny story, Joan. I saw him and Tom Hiddleston on stage at their like limited show Betrayal, and I was in the audience and only like a few feet away, and I was like, "Ah!" But like, all right, we can all sit here and say, and I think we can agree that out of all the Marvel Netflix shows. It was Daredevil, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, who was just the top pinnacle of pinnacle. There's a reason why after all of the shows were canceled that what what hashtag trends save Daredevil? Who who are people trying to bring back? Daredevil. And it's just like we all knew like Charlie Cox still had more of that character in him. And it's like we have been waiting a few we have been waiting years of no explanation really as to why I mean we could all speculate, right? That why the cancellations happen, but really no actual reasons as to why us sitting there knowing that there is untapped potential out there and having, you know, everyone sit there and say, like, oh, they're just gonna recast once he comes back to Marvel, then suddenly hearing all this Spider-Man news and shit like that, that they're bringing back all these people from prior Spider-Man movies. So when we got the rumor that, and a lot of outlets are running with it being confirmed, but you know, Feige hasn't come out and actually said it. So we all know how that is. Or the trades. Or yeah, exactly. But the fact that it's rumored that Charlie Cox is going to come back in Spider-Man 3 as Matt Murrow is like, oh my God, we did it guys. We did it. Like I sit there and I'm like, this is what the release of Snyder Cut people must have felt like. (laughs) 
Like this, this is our time now. This is our time. <laughs> I, I will say to you uh, a little bit of a clarification. There is no question to what happened between Netflix and and uh in in Marvel. It was very clear. Feige told them, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no more of that shit. <laughs> I want him back." Like that was clear as day. That's exactly what happened. But they never have come out and actually said it. Like it'd be, it'd be. It. I know that, but it'd be nice for Feige to say or someone to be like, "We knew that we wanted to bring these characters home, and this is why this happened." You know, it's like so. God. No, the the best comparison for this is like, you know how like parents will always tell you. All my kids are my favorite. Like, I, I don't have one that's my favorite. But, like, when whenever they bring something home, it's like, you only brought it home for, for him. It's like, I'm sorry, the, the one that you like, they didn't have. That's a bold-faced goddamn lie. You only thought about him. You forgot about me. It's clear that Feige had uh, plans for it, but he's never going to tell you that's why he ruined us getting more of these characters. Um, the best way he can clean this up is to bring back these characters like he's doing <laughs> um, so that people forget. But no, it's clear as day. He said enough of that. Same that he did with the um, Inhumans. Enough of that. I want them back for me to do what I want to do with them. Uh, that was clear as day. But I will say for everyone that uh, was part of the Save Daredevil, um, you know, let's, let's spread that love a little bit. Uh, I thought... Um, uh, what's her name? I thought she did. She did an amazing job as Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, but I think that. Um, God, what the fuck is her name now? Why do I forget the actress? I couldn't remember it either. I, oh I, my I god! But I, I think she. Kristen Ritter. I think she said she was done playing the character. That yeah, she felt that. <laughs> no, no, not really though. John Bernthal has come out and said that he doesn't feel done with Frank Castle. Charlie Cox has, you know, posted or people have posted, he doesn't have social media, but videos of him putting the Daredevil helmet back on. Yeah, I'm you know, you I'm gonna tell you this right now to you. If Feige calls Kristen Ritter's agent and he's like, Hey, for Disney Plus, now that we're merging it with Hulu, um, we're gonna have like yeah. a section. Um, so we want to bring back some of these shows. I guarantee you, once he makes that phone call, she's like, yes. Before he even says anything, else, yes. Tell him yes. You know who he won't be calling back? <laughs> Finn Jones. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Because he did an amazing job in season two. And it- I know. I just like ragging on him. I don't really mind. I, I people- don't. Everybody fucking rags on him. He doesn't need me to do it, too. <laughs> I listen. I only I only want Iron Fist back so that they can call Tom Pelfrey back up um, to play Ward Meacham because at this point Tom Pelfrey is getting really big projects and he's going to get to that point where he's like, Psh, "You want me as what on a show?" Psh, no, yeah, yeah, that, that is fair. Um, but Joel, I'll kick it over to you, man. What What are your thoughts on some of these rumors, speculations, and I guess? Like half confirmations from what to expect from Spider-Man Three. I mean, the the only thing I can say to them is that their their rumors with that I trust they're from they come from like sources that I trust. 
Like I, I don't post rumors usually from pe- like places that sketchy, <laughs> uh, or at least I feel are sketchy. Uh, so even if they're wrong, they're usually not that wrong. So for me, uh, I, I I trust where this is coming from. So like the only thing I but I won't call it confirmed. I'll never call it confirmed until it's right. confirmed. That that's for sure. So right now, the only thing we can confirm is that Alfred Molina is coming back as Dr. Octopus. Which is awesome because he's a fantastic actor. So that's great to have him back. That's 100% correct. I don't, so I'm very happy to have him back. But if everything else is real, I'm also fine with that. <laughs> like, especially the Daredevil news because I, te- I teared. I fucking teared. I love Daredevil. I fucking love that whole Marvel Netflix. I miss it so much. I rewatched. Actually, I just I made a shorter version because I just watched Daredevil and Punisher. But still, point is, I rewatched them again recently, and I just I love them to death, and I miss it, and, and I'm just so happy if they all of them come come back, I'm, I'm I'll be fucking ecstatic. But it has to start with the man. It has to start with Red. It has to start with Daredevil. So if that's happening, I'm they, Jesus Christ, thank you, Kevin Feige. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, he started the Netflix Marvel universe. It would only be poetic that he would be the first one to come into the actual MCU. Like, bring him back. Oh, my God. (laughs) And can you imagine how great the suit would look, too? Like, an version of the suit. (laughs) People that actually give a shit. Oh, my God. I know. That'd be great. His uh, his more traditional red. Uh, that's more suit, less armor. Something that looks less ugly would be nice. Just you know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like you know, someone actually open up a comic book of Daredevils and based yeah. off that. That. Yeah. Awesome. But I want to give yeah exactly shout out to a guy who doesn't need any more shout outs. But huge shout out to Feige and Sony figuring out for the Spider Man three movie that if you're gonna do the Sinister Six, it's way more reasonable. To take the best of both worlds than to just recast everybody. Um, you legit saying you want to build a multiverse Sinister Six is probably some of the most genius crafting in the history of the MCU. Purely Clever. because it's legit you saying, you know what? People loved Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. There's our Doc Ock. People loved Michael Keaton as Vulture. There's our Vulture. Like, you're literally assembling your Sinister Six based off of some of the bigger names, a la Jamie Foxx, because we know people didn't love that performance, but he's a huge name. Yes. Um, you're just building it way more reasonably than just saying, I'm going to recast everybody. Um, and it's- Also, Go ahead. I want to say, can you, like, you just gave props to Marvel and Sony to think about a year ago, we were having to sit there accepting the fact that, um, you know, that whole relationship was destroyed, that it wasn't happening. Yeah, me and Joel said this since that day, that first article came out saying how they were, uh, they were parting ways. We both said we didn't think that would last purely because you just spent this entire time building your entire universe on Spider-Man's shoulders. Kevin Feige wasn't going to let that. He wasn't going to let that go. So he probably told Disney, hey, make this happen. My whole story <laughs> rides on this guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you even had the lady from uh, Sony come out and say, 
yeah, no, they're uh, they're not gonna bring back Iron Man because I think they're passing that on to Spider Man, which has been very clear. So it's like, yeah, not- and not the armor. We're talking about status, right? <laughs> status. Not Before the, the Iron Boy people start coming, shut the fuck up. It's not that. <laughs> We're talking purely status, not not him suiting up as Iron Man. Um. So yeah, but uh, I want to ask you this: uh, over or under fifty percent, Joel. Uh, Peter gets to suit. Huh? Over or under fifty percent, Peter gets a new suit. On this movie? Yeah, in this movie. They're trying to sell toys, so I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I be honest with you? You can sell a lot of toys yeah. without having to to uh, make a new suit purely because think about how uh, Feige's going to keep Andrew and Toby's suit somewhat similar, but looking oh, way differently. Um, See, I, I'm hoping they look completely different. Well, e- even then, let's say they look completely different. There you go there. that That's your money. You can oh, keep yeah. Tom Holland somewhat the same because it is relatively new. He only used it once. Yes. Um, as far as uh, our viewing. I mean, right, right, right. As far as our viewing. So to me, you don't need to change his, um, but Toby's and Andrew's definitely need to be upgraded since the last time we saw him. Um, so there's your toys right there. Uh, and I just I cannot wait for those statues of the three Spider Men in the Sinister Six. Wait for the posters. Whew. Oh, the posters will probably our eyes will explode. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm prepared to have to wear like glasses or something because like all my vision will start to just like fade uh, at seeing all this beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited for this movie. It's really building up to be a Spider-Man's version of Endgame, um, which is, if if we're going out, how can we make this truly the most special Spider-Man project we've ever had? And they're doing a great job. Uh, Tia, since I asked Joel about the new suit, I want to ask you this. Over or under 50% Venom or Carnage is in this movie? So I don't think that, listen, let me start by saying that Tom Hardy and Tom Holland working together would be amazing, right? Uh, I don't see Venom being in the film. First of all, it is already seemingly, you know, packed, right? Um, But that being said, I really wouldn't mind if the end credit scene was um, Tom Hardy, coming in you know just as a little tease just to just to put it out there right that's all i need i don't need tom hard to be in the whole entire thing or you know whatever whatever um just a little tease would be just so cool you know what i wanted as a tease what i want to see the kingpin at the end Oh my god, if they got Wilson Fisk as a kingpin to come back, I would scream. Well, I can tell you this now. I can tell you this now. If um, if Charlie Cox is confirmed, you might get Wilson Fisk more so in dialogue, um, than you would anything else. Um, I mean, you can get uh, uh, you can get something like this is one of my bigger cases since uh, I helped put down Wilson Fisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can get stuff like that. Um, That's if, fine for me. That's fine. Just a little, just a little nibble, a little crumb. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this to you: the fact that Peter is traveling through a multiverse, 
it would I'd be hard pressed to believe Sony wouldn't end this movie in wanting the multiverse to show that it's bridging Tom Holland to um Tom Hardy. Um so, I mean I because would isn't because aren't there rumors that Tom Holland is going to be in Venom 2? It was early on rumors, but I haven't heard anything since. I actually uh, haven't heard shit about that movie at all since. But um, um, well, everything's all moved. They got moved to next year. No, 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 no. I just mean anything else. Speculating like what the story is. Any, you know, any more? No, no. About the- but, well, there's also this whole thing about is it in the? Is it in the MCU? Is the question? You know, because right. we, we fucking see Vulture in the Morbius trailer. Right. So like that's a whole other thing we haven't even got into. Like, like we, I mean, we haven't gotten confirmed. We just don't know where they're going with all that bullshit. So there's the possibility Venom already exists. We just haven't seen them yet. That's why I'm saying if, because remember, Joel, me and you looked at each other because we saw this together. We looked at each other when they said that uh, the symbiote had um, come to Earth because of a uh, a Jameson's. Um, uh, yeah, it was on the spaceship. He was flying right. the ship. Right, so that means J. Jonah Jameson exists because his son exists. So it's which like, is, uh, which has already been confirmed. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> do we need any more puzzle pieces to put together for this? All yeah. we need now is for you to bridge that gap, and you started it with bringing in a J. Jonah Jameson from other another Spider-Man into the MCU. So I'm like, Act, why well, Zach, they're playing the same character. And Zach, they're like. playing the same character. Right, right. right. And um, that looks like they, they might be doing that with Charlie Cox, as far as we know, with Daredevil. Exactly. So I'm like, it's not hard to believe that traveling through a multiverse is how you bridge that gap of Venom in, in the MCU Spider-Man. Um, so I'm like, that could be an in-credit scene, but I doubt this movie will have <sighs> an uh, in-credit scene that uh, has something to do with Spider-Man specifically. It's more likely it has something to do with the MCU going mm-hmm. um but all right so to the biggest news and joel i'm gonna start with you my brother okay we got a confirmation on a number after three for the movie, movie right? going forward talking uh, about <laughs> i'm talking about movies um <laughs> what was your thoughts when you when you got the confirmation uh, not only who's directing this new project but that it's a confirmation that it's coming uh, sooner rather than later uh awesomeness i i i screamed like a little baby a little bit i'm not gonna lie because uh, you know what it, I, i've been waiting for this day for a long time i thought we might get it in um um what's it called last year at the comic-con the year before i thought there was a possibility they did mention it but it wasn't confirmed there was nothing down there was no director or anything now there's a director attached and I I I just I just was so happy, <laughs> and I love that it was a motion poster too. You get to see the four. I'm like, I already like the logo better than any of the other logos. So let's roll with it. I can't wait. Uh, we're finally gonna get the Fantastic Four in the MCU where they fucking belong. God damn it! So excited. No idea. So I'm com- I am completely with you. Um. I was very shocked that he released it without a date. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, shit, if you're just going to show shit, show X-Men. You know, if you're not going to attach a date to anything. Um, but what are your thoughts on the director? 
Oh, I, I like uh, we were talking about earlier. Um, I'm happy about it because I mean, to me, that means he's playing ball. They like him a lot, bro. He did the last. He's one of the few that got a whole a full trilogy. You know, uh, at least he's getting a full trilogy. Um, so that means they like him, and that means they 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 don't mind working with him long term. And that, I'm assuming he wants the project, so that means he probably has an idea ready for it. Um, and look, he's already kind of did the whole. Um, skipping the origin story part with spider-man now he's gonna do a fantastic four you need to knock it out of the park there why not here absolutely and honestly like we said joel um we really hope that they buy in there's no dr doom in this first movie and you go uh mole man um i mean fantastic four has so many great villains a lot. You don't have to only focus on uh dr doom dr doom shouldn't even can i be honest with you Doctor Doom no. shouldn't even be a Fantastic Four villain in, in, in their three movies. He shouldn't be a villain for any of those, if I'm being quite honest with you. We've just seen I mean, it. Give us three I mean, other villains. I, I get it, but I mean, he should at least be in one. I mean, he is a, no, a major mean, villain that's very, very much connected to them, but also not as connected as they like. You know, I'll say this. For movies and shit. Here's my point to that, Joel. Spider-Man will probably go on Three probably being where Sony caps that off with uh, Spider-Man's movies in the MCU. And if they do, there's been rumors that the MCU is bringing in Norman Osborn. That means we could get Norman Osborn without him actually being a villain in a Spider-Man movie. Um, but you still using that character for the MCU going forward. Which so is like, fine. No, but that's what I'm saying. You could do that with Doctor Doom. That he's not in a Fantastic Four movie. Um, but obviously he uh, tangles up with them at some point. It just doesn't have to be in a Fantastic Four movie, is what right? No, it doesn't. He doesn't. And that we've been saying a long time. I, I don't need him in those movies. Even though if you put him in one, fine. But he doesn't need to be in all of them. And he definitely doesn't need to be as attached to them as he, they have. They like he's always on the ship with them and shit. No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> how it happens. <laughs> not that attached to them. Jesus Christ. Him and fucking Reed were fucking college roommates. That's as fucking far as it goes. <laughs> Yeah, they, they always like, make uh, it. They always make it to where it's like, "Hey guys, uh, Reed and uh, and Victor were like best friends since they were Goo Goo Gaga." It's like, no, they weren't. Like, relax, guys. Like, yeah. you know, but it, it could be possible that they just met each other one day yeah. and became mortal enemies. Like that yeah. happens in this world. Did he have a, a thing with Sue? Did he have like a crush? Everybody in Marvel Universe loves Sue. Everyone. Of course. I mean, Stark was married and was hitting on Sue. So it's like, it, it, it happened. Sue is definitely their, their most is, attractive character in, in the Marvel world. Um, I mean, Stark is a, he's a plasmus player, Stark. You know, they, they, they kind of, they boot him up in the MCU, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they did that because it's like, all right. The life that Stark lives was the life that, at the moment, you could not portray Robert J- Downey Jr. for having. Um, ah, but- he could have played a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this is huge news. Um, I-, I like the director. I-, I said to you before we started recording that whatever John Watts brought to the table, Feige looked at him and said, you're hired. And he's like, Feige, I only said six words. And he's like, that's all you needed to say. I love it. Let's do it. Um, it's just not a name I was expecting. I told you Brad Bird. I told you Matthew Vaughn. Um, like names like that, I was think I was thinking of first. But um, yeah, Tia, I'm gonna go to you. One of the castings that I had Tia for this movie was Ricky Whittle. 
as uh, Ben Grimm. Um, but what are your thoughts, Tia, on us getting a confirmation that the Fantastic Four is coming and the attachment of John Watts <laughs> to be the guy to direct <laughs> It's one of those things where it's so funny that I feel these sort of emotions when I see things like that coming from someone who didn't grow up with the comics, right? But just seeing it, I was just like, they're home. They're finally home. Like, it was just so cool to see that, to finally see that this is happening. Kevin Feige's committing to it. He now has the rights back. And guess what? he's gonna this is on his mind and it's like this is so cool because even though i i did enjoy the first two fantastic four movies just like joelle said they were just fun and that was it um the 2015 version is widely disliked by people so it's nice to finally get it where it's like you know it's going to be good um and as you said john watts clearly has a good relationship with kevin feige where it's like not only does Kevin Feige trusts him enough to do a Spider-Man trilogy, but he's like, hey, you want to continue and let's do the Fantastic Four because you're imagining that there, it's going to be more than just one movie. So does that mean John Watts' relationship continues in the MCU? That's just so cool. Um, I love the idea, by the way, of uh, Ricky Whittle as Ben Grimm. Um Ricky Whittle just seems like the kind of guy who likes to be in fandom, sci-fi, fantasy sort of shows, not only with American Gods, but with Continuum. So I feel like he'd be completely down. Yeah, and it's funny because someone was telling me like, no, Ricky Whittle, Ricky Whittle isn't who I would want. I was like, oh, well, who would you want? He was like, Terry Crews. I was like, all right, so we're never. Terry Crews. I was like, we're never talking again. I was like, what, what, how are you even comparing the two? <laughs> like, right? That doesn't make any sense. Like, you went from Michael Chiklis to uh, what was the second guy in Fan Forsick? I can't even remember his name. Um, yeah, in uh, Fan Forsick, that was Ben Grimm. Oh, yeah, Michael Chiklis. No, I mean, in not in that series, in the next in 2015 uh, version. Oh, oh, that oh, that one. Um, <laughs> Joel prefer, prefers to tuck it away into a part <laughs> of his brain that doesn't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those where it's like, uh, I, I rarely walk out of a movie disappointed. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, that movie did it. <laughs> No, and I, I walked in wanting to love that movie. I walked out going. The only compliment I give is like maybe the first quarter of the movie is decent. That's about it. Only compliment I can give that movie is it did a really good job with the trailers, making me think that was going to be a good movie. Yeah, the trailers were decent. <laughs> I mean, again, it had the Michael Bay effect to where it's like, hey, look, we're going to be good. And then you watch it and you're like, God damn it, you did it again. Jamie Bell. But um yeah. Jamie no. Bell. So um so Ricky Whittles, who I had is Ben Grimm, and the other casting that I refuse to budge on is um God, why can't I think of his name? He was in Mr. Robot. Uh, oh um God, um Ramy? Uh yes, yes. What's his first name? Malik? No, Ramy Malik is his, Ramy's his first name. Rami Malik. Okay, thank you. Uh, he's who um, I wanted a Silver Surfer. So those were the two castings that I'm like, I'm not budging on. Those are my two guys. Javier Bardem, I had his Doctor Doom. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, I had his more uh, brooding Johnny Storm. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. All we, no, we don't need a brooding Johnny Storm. No, we do not. No, you do not. Yes, Stop. not brooding, not brooding like Batman brooding. I just mean more so. No, we really need tall. the fucking hot-headed playboy. That, the, the classic Johnny Storm. Why would you go against that? I love the idea of Zac Efron playing him. Yeah, I keep that would be awesome. I keep seeing that as like fan art, and I was like, that would do it. That would do it. You know what? You're right. Yeah, let Zach be him. Timothy has his role already cut out for for uh, Dick Grayson. We're holding out for you, Timothy. Anyway, <laughs> um, really excited about this news. This was great. Um, like you said, Joel, the motion poster was a beautiful touch. I still think it is just like Sam. I wish we could have held out. Um, I still always wanted um, when he announced Phase Four for it to be um, the four in the middle is like the fire light up, um, like Johnny circling the four, the number four for us to know that the Fantastic Four were coming. That visual still is always like, damn, I wish we we got that. Um, but this is just great, great news that it's something we can be expecting by San Diego Comic Con when we hear more about Blade. I think is when we'll probably hear more uh, traction about this Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, um, probably. So, yeah, I mean, especially just if you already have a director, the next step is your writer, and then the very next step is your cast. Um, so it's like by July, we should probably have a definitive writer by then and some movement on who at least they're looking for. Like, you know, Joel, when they come out with the uh, a Brad Pitt type, like, like we'll start hearing more stuff like that as far as like um, what they're looking for for Reed and Ben and whoever else is going to be in this movie. But um, great job, Kevin. K- uh, Kanan's texting me now, like, "Yo, they shut it down." He keeps saying they made Fandom look like uh, look like the minor leagues. I'm like, bro, don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah, you, you don't have to do that. Like, Fandom. Fandom was great. So no bullshit. Oh no, I agree with Kanan. That I was thinking that during this thing, I was like, "Yeah, Marvel did it better." <laughs> and you know more stuff about it. Like, I think that's what it was. There's a lot of shit. You're like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm gonna tell you this though. I'm gonna tell you this though. We knew, we knew that Marvel was gonna have stuff, right? This is why I'm saying people are so short term. We yes. knew Marvel oh at some point was going to give us all this information. We didn't know specifically what, but we knew they were going to give us something. All of you people were mind blown by how well uh, fandom uh, handled itself. And now that Marvel comes out, it's like, ah, forget DC. It's like, all right, come on. We don't have to do that. Always. <laughs> Always, bro. We don't have to do that. Until this- DC does something, and then they're like, oh, Marvel's fucking up, like they did for five months until today. <laughs> But, Joel, this is why I said it's good that we got to live through a time where DC was king because it seems like they have a long road to go before they're even remotely close to being um, respected the way that Marvel has been in the past. I mean, it's going to take a while, mainly because, like, look what they've done. (laughs) Like, what they're doing. I mean, like... That's why I say it is important to do a cohesive world because there's more. It's, it's harder to do. It's you get more well, more well. Uh, it's easier to get respect when you do something difficult. So what they're doing isn't easy, and the fact that they can continue and continue to take a series of things, the the whole multiverse aspect of what DC at least tried to explain to us, uh, seems like a hodgepodge of weird shit. 
which is awesome if you know what the fuck things are. But if you don't connect anything, it's kind of just like, okay, when it gets here, I don't have to see anything before. I can just watch whenever. And right. that could hurt you. You know, Marvel, exactly. it's like you almost have to feel, you almost feel like you got to watch everything to understand. You kind of almost do, even though you don't really have to. Right. No, I'm completely with you. And I, I'm sorry, Tia. I'm sorry, Kanan. Nothing that I saw or heard from today was better than that Robert Pattinson Batman. Oh, the Batman trailer? That shit was amazing. Sorry. Sorry. Not one of those trailers hit me like that shit did. Oh, no. None of the trailers did that. But, like, the news was fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. The news they gave us a lot great. of shit today. Oh, 100%. A lot of shit. This was, this was great. This was San Diego Comic-Con level great. But yeah. no, those trailers were not hitting like that Batman trailer was. Like, no. come on, let's no. let's short sightedness. We need that. We need to work on yeah. this fandom. We need to work on this. Yeah, you got to remember, like, if we look at Marvel Slate, they have more to tell than what DC does. You see, literally, like next year is just Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's it. And, yep. and then it's Batman and Flash. A lot of this shit is not even ready to be told and talked about yet. Yep. So yeah, come on, come on, y'all, y- y'all are killing me. All right, let's get into the Disney Plus so we can go ahead and wrap this up. Um, I, I want to start off with you, Tia. We got a trailer from the guy that I am almost convinced you are purely driving the uh, the fan. <laughs> we have to keep seeing this goddamn character. Um, we got an amazing, or should I say, a glorious trailer from the new Loki series. We can be expecting. I believe it was. Not March. I think that's the later. That's the later uh, scheduled one. What happened? Loki series comes out when? I know it's next year, it's but a, it said May. It didn't say May. when. This is some sometime in May. All right. So Tia, walk us through your thoughts on this uh this trailer for the, the Loki series, our first trailer for it. I am burdened with the glorious purpose of driving the fandom of Loki to continue further. Oh my god, I was so excited. Freaking, I saw the trailer and I just was like, I didn't know we were getting a trailer. Ah! I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, it interested me because it's we've had so many reports of like what's happening in WandaVision, what's happening in Falcon and Winter Soldier. If you remember, um during the super bowl last year we got a teaser of wandavision we got a teaser of falcon winter soldier the only thing we got of the loki series is literally him going i'm gonna burn this whole place to the ground and really that and a few uh behind the scenes photos is really all we got so i was like this is twisted it's going this is what i'm telling you kevin feige like tried LSD for the first time and he was like this is what we're gonna make everything just a weird trip and I'm here for it um just seeing this like really strange weird sort of um world just uh, I'm just so happy that Tom Hiddleston's back as Loki uh and seeing what the hell is this going to be but what I wanted to point out, and I was excited for us to get to this topic because I didn't realize it until someone, um, point, well, a few people pointed it out on Twitter and Tumblr. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the tale of D.B. Cooper. Apparently he was some guy who hijacked a plane, stole a bunch of money, ju- parachuted out of it, and has never been seen since, right? Yes. So. Yes. So in the trailer, when you see Tom Hidd- when you see Loki looking more Tom Hiddleston-ish with his nice hair and the sunglasses and a suit, and he's in the plane and he j- and he has a bag on him and he jumps out. Yeah. It's like, 
It's like, oh my God, is did Loki begin the legend of the DB Cooper? Like little things like that, where it's like, oh, we're going to go through history and in little things, it's going to be Loki instead of who it actually was or something like that. Shit's so cool. I'm fucking pumped. Um, And I thought Luke Wilson, like at first when I saw him for a brief second, I thought it was the same actor who played uh, Howard Stark. And then I was like, oh my God, that's Luke Wilson. That's so funny. So I'm just really excited for the whole entire thing. And yes, I will continue to be a stan of Loki until the day I die. <laughs> yeah, no, I it, it, hopefully yeah. uh, there'll be no more Loki by then. You're 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 Don't definitely it. We, me and Joel have been on the train of over. What, what his role is, it's time to pass that baton. Whether it's the Kang, whether it's the Doctor Doom. Um, but to be but if I but if I say about like a character that you'd really like, if I'm like, oh, it's time to like move on, if you're like, oh my God, Tia, what do you Wait, mean? <laughs> this, this is also Who would you a reaction. Say that to to, Thea? Who would you say that to? I don't know off the top of my head. I'm obviously not going to say that about Batman because that's okay, not. All right, true. I was about to say. I was about to say. As long as you know not to say that no, about Batman. No, I'm trying to think of like some other character that that would be the case. But I know the fact that we've had conversation where I've mentioned it. And you're like Tia, Tia, what? No, mm-mm-mm. let me tell you why you're wrong. Fair. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, Tia. To be fair, I respect it. If like again, we have to see the show. Once we see the show, it'll it'll make a lot more sense as to why we need this show. I'm intrigued. Um, I believe the time variant, um, the time variant, I do believe will have some connection to what Kang is doing in the MCU. So mm-hmm. it might have an overarching story, which is fun. He, and, he and- also, I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt your flow there. He does mention Thor. So I'm wondering if, um, like, yeah, and Handel, that's right. So is this going to have something to do with Thor, Love and Thunder? Um, you know, just thoughts like that. Well, I do believe there was a rumor that we could see Tom Hiddleston back in um in Thor: Love and Thunder, whether it's just a, a small role or um you know a little tease or something like that. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that if this show spans more than just this season, uh, they could work a way into getting uh, Chris Hemsworth in there. But uh, remember, the, the biggest thing with him is he's traveling through time. So where he's at in time could be where, uh, and obviously we saw him call out for Hamdale as the uh, the bridge opens and mm-hmm. he comes into it. So it's like he's obviously in a time where Asgard is 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 still around, um, because that's really uh, well. No, we we saw him use it outside of Asgard, but I would assume Asgard is still around. Well, also, we have to remember that this Loki is the Loki from 2012, who never went through the, you know, journey that the other Loki that died in Infinity War did. And I will say, what what amazed me the most about this trailer is, I think a lot of our expectations were, he's literally going around causing all kinds of mayhem, um, and the time variants are trying to stop him. This kind of looked like there's an arc where he works for them. Um, yes. And then ultimately, you know, is like, hey, guys, I'm Loki. Like, w- would you expect? Um, so, I mean, that aspect is dope. The idea of you hiring Loki to help kind of clean up some of this mess going on. 
Um, and then he finds like loopholes to make it worse. Um, I mean, it just it. I'm having a lot of fun with how this looks. Um, it looked like Joel. I'm gonna go to you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did not look like a shot of Black Widow. Um, it did look like Black Widow. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. Does he make a stop there? Is there something there? Like that was very interesting that that was in the trailer. Um, that was, was kind of weird. I did. I did write a fan fiction about this one day back in the past. <laughs> What? <laughs> I just want to be stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but this 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 looks great. Uh, time variance, obviously. This having to do with time. Kang being the the master of time. Yeah. I believe that that all is 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 intertwined. Um, that has something to do with each other. I do believe. Uh, like there was rumors. I do believe there's a chance we can hear mentions of Kang the Conqueror. In this show, we won't see him, but I do believe there's a chance to hear uh, some yeah. about him. But uh, sure. Joel, your thoughts on the uh, the first official trailer for uh, Loki? Can I say something before I get into that? Absolutely. It looks like there were some date changes as well that I didn't catch the first time. Oh, go ahead. It looks, like, it looks like Captain Marvel two moved from its date. I think it was in August originally to November 11th. Which literally puts it right in the middle of the Flash and Aquaman too. Not that I believe either of them are going to stay there, but um, that's where it's at now. Uh, and it looks like Thor has taken the place of Black Panther in May. So it looks like Black Panther's been it's done not on schedule at the moment because I don't know what the date is. Okay. Um, so that's, that's... It's always funny to see when Marvel and DC land on the same day. Like who's going to move? Like we saw well, not the same day. No, no, so no, no like... not the same day. But do you remember the uh the the short term controversy between BVS and um in Civil War where it was like one of y'all got to move. <laughs> and it was like it's like who's gonna move? I think yeah. it, it ended up Civil War ended up. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. BVS. I think BVS ended up pushing itself back to to March, um and allowed Civil War to have its May release. So it's just always fun seeing those guys like having pissing contests sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know what is the same day? Falcon the Winter Soldier comes out the same day as Morbius, the movie. Interesting. Which is, is March March 19th. So they'll both they'll be out the same day. Yeah. Um, so but no, uh, so go into it. What were your thoughts on the uh, the Loki trailer? Uh, and I liked it. It was a lot, especially the ending, because that that the his look at the end of the trailer is straight like ripped out of a comic book. I'm like, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Um, with the with the whole jacket and the tags and the hell and the, the crown and shit. I'm like, that's cool. I, I love that. They, they, it looks fucking weird. I dig it. Uh, the time variance authority. I'm very curious that they're rolling this, seeing um Owen Wilson. Uh, that's confirmed that he's obviously in it now. I don't know exactly who he's playing. Gugu and Baharaz also seems to be playing a judge or whatever. That's that's part of the Time Variance Authority. So they didn't give us much else other than that. We just know it's Loki making trouble, them uh, arresting him, and them using him to help them figure out some type of murder or some shit or crime or whatever. That's what it seems like they're doing. Yeah, no, I, I it. it... They're building this to where um, we're going to get probably the most comic accurate version all around of Loki that we've... And and different versions of Loki. Apparently, we're going to get like a kid Loki. Okay. We're going to get a female Loki. Yeah. We're going to get an old Loki. And, <laughs> It'd be weird. 
Joel, let's see how well you know this friendship. What's the one character uh, I'm holding out for in this show? And I don't know. For with Loki? Yeah, with Loki. That's tied to Loki and Thor. Enchantress? You already know, man. You already know. I yeah. want my enchantress, bro. Yes, not the enchantress from the you know, Suicide Squad. It's a whole different God. universe. God, <laughs> Jesus, no. I don't yeah. even want DC to remember that they have a character named Enchantress. <laughs> like, just let Whoops. that be a Marvel thing. Like, you, you get rid of that character altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this, this looks great. Um, it looks like it has huge implications for what we can expect in the MCU going forward. And yeah. think about this, guys. What seems to be the one thing that is constant right now in the MCU? Time. Um, so it's yep. like, you know, if time plays this such a huge factor, um, you're going to get a lot of questions from a lot of people asking, well, if you can play with time, can you give me some people back? So, you know, it just, it'll be interesting to see how this all, how this all plays out. Um, yeah. With, uh, with them working with time. Me and Joel hate that. Don't, don't play with time. Don't play yeah. with time. Multiverses, timelines. Don't do all Keep that. it simple. You're going to fuck <laughs> We but, don't like any of that because all it does is create a lot of head scratch. Clones and shit, fucking shapeshifters, they all fuck it all up for me. Yeah, we don't wait for secret invasion. My head already hurts. Kevin Feige, don't listen to them. Do you? All right, let's do this. Let's fuck with time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we're just you getting say arrested. that to you. Wait, Tia, you <laughs> say that now. I felt I felt like you guys just dropped the podcast, dude. It's like, wow. Tia said something so controversial that they were like, fuck her. Bye. <laughs> you say that now, but wait till the first time you start to scratch your head and then you go, oh, I know. I asked Juwan and Joel. And we're like, Tia, we have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Like, we're just as confused as you are. And then no. we're all going to be sitting there just scratching our heads like, Somebody has to break this out for us. Someone, someone just took a picture of that scene that looks like Black Widow sitting down. Uh huh. You can see like this giant in front of her with glowing yellow eyes. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy because um that mean because we didn't hear anything about Scarlett Johansson um being attached to this, so that means they're repurposing uh footage. So it'll be interesting to see if they're trying to change outcomes, fix outcomes, what they're trying to do. Uh, because if you're the time variance, albeit um, the Avengers sent back everything that uh, was a time was a time changer, they still did affect time. Uh, Cap spending that time with um, Peggy did that 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 never happened. So you didn't yeah. alter that. So there are some things the Avengers did that they thought didn't matter that yeah. will affect time. So maybe Black Widow. Doing what she did affected time somehow, and that's one of the things he has to go back to. I mean, who knows? And he has to kill Hawkeye instead. Tia, all right, we're moving on. Goodness <laughs> We're just going to replace the, Hawk, the Loki series with another Hawkeye. So we're going to get a Clint series and a Kate Bishop series. <laughs> and then, Tia, to top it off, we're just going to get a Jeremy Renner series. Like, he's not yeah. doing it. He's not even Loki. He's not even Clint anymore. Yeah, him, like him as a musician instead of an actor. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's just hey, I'm just, just for you. 
I'm Jeremy Renner for eight episodes. Enjoy me. Yeah, um, no, my luck, Kane would be like, you want to uh, review the screeners and write a review for it? No, what I would tell Kanan is, hey, if we ever get John Berenthal back as Punisher, Tia can't do screeners on that, so she does a full night review of Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, you evil person. Like, glowing. She has to use love 40 times, like 60 times. Um, but anyway, let's move on. We got a trailer from WandaVision. Joelle, I'll start, I'll start off with you with this WandaVision trailer. Okay. Um, it's really stretching uh, its idea of how weird it plans to get. But we can see that her level of unstable is affecting real people. Um, yeah. It's not mm-hmm. just her making shit up. It's her creating a reality that mm-hmm. real people are now stuck in. Um, yeah. So how crazy was this second official trailer or final official trailer? Whatever you want to classify it. What were your thoughts on this trailer? Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, another good trailer. Uh, very interesting. Uh, like you said, it looks like they're, they're they're kind of not, they don't know what they're doing. They're kind of just under her spell for, you know, you know, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, and it looks like it's we're like living through a loops of different, like, 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 like they're setting up. It looks like it's going to be different TV shows and she's going to be rel- reliving them and creating new realities as it goes along. And, we, and it looks like there's someone on the outside of this bubble that she creates trying to get in and stop her. That's what it looks like. Right. Yep. And what what threw me for a loop, Joelle, was when she answers the door and Monica Rambo is like, hello. And she's like, who are you? And she's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. like what is this? Like, what's going on here? Um, I love it. I really love it. And I love how. Um, all right. So I'm going to say this. It makes a lot more sense now of why when she figures out that this is probably all um, imagined and not real, she's going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the attachment she's growing with Vision. It's stronger than it's ever been before, that we've ever seen it before. So right. it's the idea of her depending on him now. It's not just like, oh, we love each other and he's just like a really great person to be with. It's like, no, I need you to exist to to kind of exist in this world so when that's pulled from her by what i hope is mephisto um she's gonna <laughs> lose it she's really really gonna would you say no a, i love how you threw mephisto in there you know i'm always gonna throw mephisto in there we saw we saw her be pregnant that's mephisto based we saw the idea like Everything about Scarlet Witch is Mephisto based. So I'm like, I kind of find it hard that you won't have any Mephisto in this. Um, but I've seen Stranger Things from the MCU. So who knows? But um, no, this is crazy. And when she freaks out, it's like, I know Doctor Strange at the end of the series is going to go, what the fuck? What was that? Like, <laughs> he looks out the window and it's like, God damn, what is happening now? Um, but yeah, I'll pass it it's off. every week for him. <laughs> to him it's like you know what i did not sign up for this like <laughs> like this is crazy um but tia how crazy was this uh this trailer for uh scarlet witch in um no sorry wandavision <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i was about to call it scarlet witch in the winter soldier but that's not the show it's wandavision <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i feel like this trailer was 
Every, anything this trailer gave me is kind of what other trailers and teasers have given me in the past. Um, just that, again, it's super funky weird. It's Wanda creating this own sort of reality for herself and her psyche has broken pretty much, which is really interesting because um, in Endgame, you know, she seemed not fine, obviously. She was, you know, out for revenge, but they had that shot of her and Clint at the end near the water reminiscing on the people that they lost. And you kind of assume, like, all right, Wanda's just going to go on her way. So something definitely happened in her time away from the Avengers, dealing with the fact that now she's back after five years, doesn't have vision, doesn't really have maybe the Avengers anymore because they've all split off because, you know, they beat the big bad. They finally saved the world Mm -hmm. and maybe now this is where she's sitting in on herself going like i don't have anything my brother the love of my life so that's where her mind slowly starts breaking so that it was just interesting um to see that but all i can say is that i'm really excited for it I've said this multiple times that there was a time that I wasn't really interested in the WandaVision show at all. And as soon as I saw the first teaser, I immediately changed my tune with that. So um, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what the outcome is, um, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. I love this whole like uh, exploration of, as they say, the golden era of TV, because I don't know about you guys, but like I grew up watching I Love Lucy and yeah all that so you can see where this show is um emulating dick van dyke yeah exactly so you can see where the show is emulating those sort of themes and i think that's cool where where do you see now in modern television that they want to touch back on those old things so i kind of think that's really awesome yeah and i will say to your point tia remember her best friend, uh, obviously outside of Vision, was Cap. Uh, Cap and Hawkeye um, were the two people she really depended on. And obviously Cap is, we can assume, dead. Um, and you have to. Why? He's, he's, he's old. Yeah, I was say, he was like dirt old. Like I, we assume he did. I'll say this. Assume he's Cap dead. That's there we go. Cap is gone. Stark is dead. Um, and, you know, presumably Hawkeye is focused on his family. Like, that was the whole goal is me to go away and be a dad. Um, so it's kind of like, well, where does that leave me? <laughs> like, everyone's gone. So, you know, that's yeah. why Vision is so crucial to her. But that's why I said it's going to hurt even more when they pull that from her. Um, you, we can clearly see why the multiverse is about to go into a, a complete crazy um, flip. But, um which no. which really makes me sad, by the way, because we've had Wanda for a few films now, her arc, and I think she's become really a beloved character. And now it's like, oh, now I feel bad because now kind of everyone is going to be looking to stop you because of what you do is going to set off these, you know, cataclysmic events. And it's like, Wanda, I love you, Wanda. What's going on here? Yeah, Wanda's gonna be like, God damn, like I started the uh I started Civil War technically. Now now I'm starting the multiverse of madness. It's like maybe you should stop doing stuff for a while. <laughs> like, At least that, that sounds like Wanda though, right? You know? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. 
Um, but all right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this show up with just covering Marvel. We're gonna save Star Wars for when we do our Mandalorian review. That's fine. Um, where we can dig really deep into everything Star Wars on that. Um, so our last trailer was Winter Soldier and Falcon. Uh, it to me it looked like a really cool spy uh, espionage show. Um, that's really where I, I kind of cap it off at. Uh, his suit looks freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Bravo. Really nice. Really, really, really bravo. And huge shouts out to whoever the showrunner was for that. Um, that knew how important it was to focus on Falcon in that in that trailer. Um, that's your, that's what you have to sell people on because people don't need to be sold on Bucky. Um, they need to be sold on the guy that's supposed to be taking over. But a nice little touch they gave us in this trailer. Not once did you see him with the shield. I think that's genius. I think that's mm-hmm. genius. I think the visual of that should be saved for when it actually happens. Like yes. when he really decides, you know what? I'm Cap now. You know, I'm Captain America now. Um, so I was really excited for that. It, it, again, like true Marvel fashion didn't really give us much of the story outside of, you know, him having to live up to being Cap. Uh, Joel, I'll go to you first. Your thoughts on the first official trip or second, really, uh, yeah. for Falcon and Winter Soldier. The last one was more like a teaser, but yeah, this one is definitely more trailer esque. Had more lines, more action like scenes that we got to see, and I'm really excited for it because it's like to me it was my most highly anticipated Disney Plus show. Um, because honestly, when they mentioned Loki and WandaVision, it didn't really strike a chord for me. I was like, I, 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 I guess. I'm like, I'm like I don't know what to expect. I wasn't very excited. Now I'm more excited for both of them, but at the time, you know. Falcon Winter Soldier definitely more excited more still does and obviously by the trailer it, it looks really good so I cannot wait for like whatever they're planning on that I'm very excited very 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 excited yeah and you were a huge fan of the look of the suit too right yes both suits even uh, Bucky's cleaner looking suit even though I, I do prefer Bucky with you know long hair and a beard <laughs> um, it, it doesn't look bad you know I, I do like that he still has this uh, Wakandan uh, fucking arm which is cool yeah. I like it yeah, no, he definitely said, you know what? I'm no longer a fugitive. Cap's gone. Um, when Cap was here, he was clearly the sexier of the two of us. Now that he's gone, I can be sexy Bucky now. So he got his hair cut and everything. <laughs> sexy Bucky. Uh, he wants to be sexy Bucky now. So, I mean, you know, you always got to support it, you know? Uh, but Theo, what were your thoughts on this new trailer for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? That has to be a, like, tagline. And you just got to support it. <laughs> yeah, hashtag sexy Bucky. Like, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, the trailer was amazing. As Joelle said, this was one of my most anticipated shows from the jump. There, um, Bucky and Sam's dynamic has always been hilarious because they were all, dis- they were both disgruntled followers and friends and allies of Captain America, but didn't necessarily like each other themselves. Now the Steve Rogers is gone and it's like, you're seeing that, yeah, that little bit of like brother and brother sort of tension is kind of still there, especially at the end of the trailer when Sam is just kind of poking the bear essentially, but now it's them almost more mature. They're working together. I love the shots. I love the shot of Sam looking at the shield, right? That was a beautiful shot. I loved um, uh, Zemo, seeing him. Um, There's a scene where Bucky, like, throws his knife downwards, and that was really awesome looking. 
I liked too that seemingly I think this show is going to touch upon like real world sort of issues where Mm -hmm. Sam is saying like this is a much different world than uh, you know we thought it was or something like that and correct me me if I'm wrong isn't there going to be something where some of the plot is going to be that essentially the government just doesn't want a black Captain America and it's like that was rumored yeah that was rumored. Okay. I'll say, I'll say with Disney, knowing Disney, it's more likely that they just want a Captain America they control. Um, right. I, I'll say it's more likely they go that route. I'll be very shocked if they legitimately say we don't want a black Captain America. They may not say it, but they may insinuate it. I just th- in my head, I had I had heard that rumor and the line where they were talking about how different the world was and sam talking about how you know captain america's gone and then they're showing the shot of that really like red white and blue sort of um you know gathering in the football field and the government's Mm -hmm. version of usa i don't know to me that's just where it felt like it was going so then it's like okay but then you have sam and bucky who are the real heroes and not even concerned with like this whole publicity stunt going off and doing the real work which means saving the freaking day you know and to echo what you guys are saying, Falcon's um, suit was really nice looking. Like, it was really clean. It was colorful. I really like it. But I will be very interested to see what Sam's Captain America suit is. You know, presumably we're going to see it towards the end of the series. Well, right. that, I would say that that probably is, it won't look that much different than the suit that you saw. Um, Captain- it'll be a different color. It'll probably have a star. Yeah, that's more so what I mean. Like, I, yes, 100%. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably just look just like the comic book. If you look at the comic book, right? you'll, you'll see how it'll oh. more or less look like. And did you guys see the parallels in, um, remember in freaking The Winter Soldier where Cap jumps out of the little plane? Yeah. And you see that with Sam? It's like, I love this. I love the parallels. Yeah, no, that was that was definitely awesome. Uh, what you talking about when the pilot was like, "Did he just jump out without a parachute?" <laughs> yeah, and, and and Brock was like, "Yeah, yeah, he did." And then in this one, where Bucky's like, "Are you going to say anything to me?" And Sam's just smiling and just goes, "Bye." <laughs> He's like, uh, "No, bitch." <laughs> um, all right, so we're getting out of here. I just want us to touch on these. We can definitely elaborate more in our next episode. But huge Feige for um, giving Don Cheadle his own show called armor wars it's about time it's a when i saw it said armor wars i saw i'm like fuck how are they gonna do it without tony i'm like oh of course give it to roadie i'm gonna say this if armor wars comes out after ironheart which was also confirmed i would Mm -hmm. love to see them pair up in armor wars yes Uh, and i'll say this now kevin feige i want you to hear me because i know you listen to our podcast (laughs) hammer isn't the uh the guy behind armor wars i'll be very upset that's a missed opportunity oh uh, you would know i would love to see him back he should be, Justin hammer should be the, the the driving force to why armor wars is happening but huge shouts out to don Cheadle for getting his uh his armor Wars series huge shout out for um us getting ironheart it's been speculated it's been talked about it's confirmed um, so for all you people that are thinking Spider-Man's supposed to be Tony's replacement, 
Uh, technically, there's two people that already fill that void. So you got to also, uh, Joanne, two things, right? Um, Daddy Mendelssohn is coming oh, no, back. I was just about to get to it. I was just about uh, to get to it. Okay. <laughs> you already know I was going to bring up Daddy Mendelssohn. Um, all right. Samuel Jackson's back as uh, Nick Fury with Ben Mendelssohn from Captain Marvel uh, returning as uh, Talos. Talos. Um, for us to be getting the secret invasion. That's not shocking to me. The only thing that's shocking is that this is a, a show, not a movie. Um, purely because Secret Invasion was set up when you uh, when you first introduced Scrolls. <laughs> as soon as you introduced Scrolls, it was like, oh, Secret Invasion is coming. Though um, so the fact that this is a lower scale, I'll be interested to see how um, inclusive this is with other heroes knowing that Secret Invasion was not just a scroll story. It very much included our major heroes. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Um, and then last one here, we got Tim Roth. Wow, digging in that bag of old school villains. We got Tim Roth coming back as Abomination, who I literally just found out by this confirmation because I haven't seen it in years. I legit thought Hulk killed him. <laughs> in, really? In Hulk. I really did. I thought he killed him. I thought he broke his neck. No, um, he did not. So when I saw this, I was like, well, guess that didn't happen. Um, but he will be returning in She-Hulk along with Mark Ruffalo, obviously. Um, and Tatiana was kind of being coy about whether or not she was She-Hulk is officially confirmed. Uh, to be our She-Hulk, and then obviously we got the confirmation as Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. A um, lot of great stuff that came out. Of oh, oh, go ahead, Tim. Sorry, one last thing. I know they're so minor, right? But I thought it was so fun that we're gonna have a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, yes. and and then a and then a Baby Groot series because it's like Marvel was like, hey, 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 we see all this business going on with Baby Yoda, but. Don't forget, Baby Groot was first. Yeah, I am Groot, the series. I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to give a huge shout out to something that Feige said. Feige said when um, She-Hulk's, uh, due to She-Hulk's law practice, you'll never know what Marvel character Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so him saying that is just like, well, I just hope with all the green that we see in this show, we can get a little bit of red. Um, that's all I'm asking for. I want to cry tears of joy. I want, <laughs> yes, sure. I want to put that on and go, oh my God, I had no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joel, this was a great episode. We geeked out the fullest. We've actually been, I want to give the three of us a lot of credit. We've been averaging only a little over an hour for our podcast for the last five or six podcasts we've been doing. Uh, this this one was like three hours. I, I hope you know. I don't mind. I'm just saying. I was like, did you want forget how to tell time? <laughs> it was too much to break down to you. Way too much. No. Marvel. I <laughs> only did Marvel, but again, I bring that up to say I'm proud of us because this is our longest one in in a while. Yes. Um, so obviously, it's deserving though. This is this is deserving. We oh, needed oh. to geek out. 
100%. So make sure you guys stay tuned. We will be breaking down the Mandalorian and grouping it with all the Star Wars news that we got. Oh, so much. So much to break down with that. And please stay tuned. Me and Tia will be talking about the uh, these new episodes of Flight Attendant. They were draw drop. Draw drop. Um, so stay tuned for our review on that. But this has been a blast, guys. Let's get out of here and enjoy our night. Um, Joel, the Game Awards, I, excuse me, I think awarded Last of Us Game of the Year. I see that. Very nice. Um, I, I can't argue that. I didn't play it, so I, I can't speak on something yeah. I have not played. So, you know, oh, And before we um, skedaddle out of here, I did want to say that we just got news while this is happening that Thomas Tiny Lister Jr. Oh. just passed away. Yeah. So, you know, just want now. Oh, who played Debo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Oh. This has been Yeah, rest in peace, Tiny. Damn, that's sucks. Hurry up and get out of 2020, man. They're they're taking yeah. too many of us. Um th- this has been a really 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 tough year. To think that we started this year with Kobe. Um and then the amount of names to oh, come man. after that. That is- still hurts. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um but to end on a lighter note, uh definitely rest in peace. Uh much love to him and his family. Uh, he mm-hmm. will forever be a legend as Debo to us. Um, but to end on a lighter note, Joel, um, yes, sir. Assassin's Creed Valhalla definitely deserved Game of the Year. But anyway, uh, <laughs> came like, out serious. Lots of us came out what like four months ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. People had a chance to play it. Not people play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Shut up. Anyway, it's not gonna win uh, the game of the year. Not over that game. <laughs> um, this has been a great episode. Till next time, guys. Peace. See ya. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co.